0: Dirty Sports Podcast. I said, "Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Bruno." Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther coming to you live from the smut studio in Venice Beach, California with my co-host Joey No Chill Prano. Good day, Andy. You want me to just start this over again? Is, no, no,
2: absolutely. <laughs> now we have to do this. Laz,
3: Laz, are you stoned? Are no, you, man. <laughs> just like, I, I can't talk to you
1: guys when we're, we're not
3: on fucking video, right? Right. No, and we're all facing the same direction in this low fucking couch. Like, no, we're now, we're now well, that, well, not now on are. video. I don't have to be on video and sit in that stupid fucking couch. And now I can fucking talk to you guys instead of stare at this fucking talking points and these fucking lights.
2: You're What's vi- up, guys? Andy Lazarus is in the house. Why are you so angry, bro? I hate your couch so much. <laughs> <laughs> he's, been, he's always been one of the great opponents of your couch. Yeah. I, you know, and you know what I think it was? I think Laz had the couch had a couch like this and when he changed his couch it changed his life and he'll never go back. <laughs> never. He'll never go back to the deep couch. To
3: the deep soft couch. Now, I know. I was talking to you about like the length of it and how deep it is and how soft it is
1: and Every time about my penis or the couch.
3: I <laughs> uh, I'm talking about I'm talking about your dick. No, I'm talking about the couch, man. Laz had an old like yeah. s-
2: old man leathery like sit deep in the couch and now somebody got him on the modern firm couch yeah. and he, he'll, never ret- he'll never he'll never return. Back. Never go back. He'll never return. We're well, not on
3: video now I can see you guys now I can have a fucking conversation with you guys yeah. about I, I will the say, nothing
1: that's going on. I will say the the internet's not working today. Yeah. Your backs hurting.
2: Well, Ruther's clearly gotten in heavy into the internet porn since Nick left. <laughs> I mean he has he has broken two five G Wi Fi net, networks.
3: I mean it's not only coronavirus. He gave You're, he you gave
1: don't coronavirus have a roommate anymore. to
2: his Wi Fi.
1: I have masturbated a lot, I will say, since yeah. he left. But how long has it been? He left Sunday morning. Oh
3: oh it's fresh.
1: This is a fresh week of I mean, jerking. I, I mean no, you know I started off strong maybe three, three a days for a couple times. Uh huh. And, but now I'm back to the once, once yeah. a day.
2: You downloaded TikTok, you got on Brazzers, <laughs> and now China owns your, your Wi-Fi and we can never lo- go live again.
1: I did not download TikTok or Brazzers. By the way, like, th- this whole this whole premium, because Pornhub, Pornhub's giving you premium free for a week. It's not even like... Not anymore. What do you mean?
3: Well, I mean, like, I tried to click on uh, Pornhub free, uh, premium, like, the other day. And it's like, nah, nah, that shit's
1: over.
2: You already, you already used your week or
3: no? Uh, I think I did. I think, I think, if you just click on it once, then then it begins. Then it starts.
1: No man, you got to sign up and everything.
3: No, I didn't. I I I sign up. I sign up.
1: (laughs) I mean, I I, look. I I don't understand. Like, I had a few college buddies texting me, and they're like, "Dude, this is a game changer." And I still don't understand because
2: fucking weirdos.
1: Because to me, again, to me, it's. Like the the what, what do we put normal videos that they offered were fine.
3: Yeah, no, it's enough.
1: Like I don't know this upgrade.
3: There's there's like certain what I've seen. There's like certain scenes. That's got like some like super hot chick and something to do with the stepbrother. And it's like
1: it's always stepbrother. Yeah. yeah. What's it, the deal it, with stepbrothers and yeah, stepfamilies? That's these days? that's
3: I said that
2: years ago. I was like, the reason I can't do porn anymore is like I'm from a happy, normal family. My parents stay together. I never want to have sex with any of my stepchildren or parents or sis- siblings. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it, it's odd. It, it, is the entire world obsessed with banging their stepmom? That's it. Like that's the number one. Tr- it's just that's so the number hot one trend right now, Joe. It's so <laughs> it's hot. so on fire I, that, right that's now. That's the thing. I don't need to go on Pornhub or porn. Any of these. I don't like. I'll yeah. I'll jerk off to a People Magazine with Katie Kirk on the cover. Like I'm not. I don't need. What is it? 1987 again? Yeah, I'm just saying. If I find an old, Man. Ma- I, if I find an old, like I don't need to go deep. I'm certainly not going. I need to sign up for a premium. Dude, I I wish how, I could w- How well, how how dry is the well?
3: Dude, I wish I could jerk off to this year's catalog again. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that anymore. I've been ruined.
2: I mean, tr- try it sometime. It might be a nice vintage return for you. Uh
3: yeah, but it will be uh, it could be also really really sad cuz it's like uh First of all, I just don't have the juice anymore to you start, you, off start to the you start
2: catalog? talking to the catalog like are you related to her? <laughs> well now I can do yeah. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's been in for a minute and and this is a good segue because Goldberg does the stepbrother stepmom reenactments. Right. And, and you 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 wanted to come in on the show all fired up cuz last week we did a pick 3 pick 3 of 9 co-host yeah. guest
2: uh, for the dirty sports. Yeah, Joe said Joe I, said I landed in the top four, but I said, I, got I said four. Routed by Goldberg. I mean, I think it was I think it was Tug, Yoshi, Goldberg, Laz. I don't know. Robert Latow got a lot of votes. Yeah, but not nearly. I mean I mean even even like Merriman was getting like a lot of people got pumped. Like a lot of people got there was a lot of fans of a lot of different people. But I would say that was like my top four. Based on what I saw. Are you I, offend, uh,
1: are you offended that Goldberg routed you? No.
3: No, I'm actually not. I mean, he's been on more than me. Yeah. You know? And he had a show with you. He did. And you guys have made up now.
1: We have. What happened?
3: He's also a character. He comes on yeah. and he's like, eh, You know,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. I won $11.40 in a poker tournament the <laughs> other day, and I'm putting it all on Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP <laughs> of 40-1. to
0: one.
3: <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't got that kind of fire. <laughs> How do you guys uh, make up? Like, I bring me back up to speed because the last time we talked about you and Gold, what happened with you and Goldberg was on our spring training trip last year, and then you were doing
2: well. Then you th- flooded the house, and now his beef is with you, and, <laughs> he, can, and he can make up with Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. He really one. You Bruce weren't in, in the top land. four beefs. <laughs> then you
1: moved in the top four, and Goldberg got moved down. <laughs> The world might end as we know it. Can you just admit before the world
3: ends that <laughs> so you flooded the house?
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> Frino, you have it's a year nothing,
3: later. Yeah. Nothing but circumstantial evidence. Yeah. I mean, it is the
2: O.J. Simpson case of the Dirty Sports podcast. <laughs> it's like, technically, he has not been found
3: guilty. Yeah. We just absolutely is, know what happened. <laughs> fact is, you guys have yeah. had a year to prove my guilt and still can't come up with
1: nada. Well, the, <laughs> nothing. The two main facts remain. Okay. You were brushing your teeth before we went to the bars, and your toothpaste <laughs> cap.
2: Your toothpaste was uncapped still, and and the toothpaste cap was in the sink. Something happened right before we went out. You had a bit of a seizure or something like that how, in the bathroom. How certain are you that it's my toothpaste cap? Well. I had my own separate bathroom, so I can Mm. say for sure that it wasn't.
1: And, again, you were the only one after we left the game and we came back before we went to the bars who was brushing their teeth. Who did a post— Allegedly. Who
2: did a happy hour
1: toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I love the allegedly. You know what the best part is? I didn't have any alcohol.
3: Yeah? Yeah so that's a poor excuse that's a poor excuse and I mean, also no like, it's not because i I'm, you've done a ton of stupid things i absent-minded have minded things in the 10 years since you've been sober or well, however long
1: well i have for sure but i my point is i remember there was no blacked out andy Ruther that's not for that's basically misremembering something I'm not misremembering anything. You just can't <laughs> prove what you're saying is true. I can prove that that was your toothpaste. All pack. you
3: guys, you know, like you guys might win if this was a homeowners association vote when you have two out of the three votes. I'm not, but I, I'm sorry. You know, I'm America's I'm very, legal system. I'm
2: very on record. You must prove. I am not. I am not trying to incriminate you in a court of law.
1: Oh, I am BS, Prano. You I, am, know. I
2: just said this is the OJ case. You, you, you a- can absolutely will not convict. But we all know the that the cap doesn't cop, fit. You, you must chop their heads off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless your son came through the back alley and, you know, some of the wild OJ theories. But
1: I love that Laz is just, I, you know, refuses. Like, no, you know, I love that yeah.
2: this, is, this is forever the beef now. It's like we didn't get charged by the Airbnb. I fucking mopped it all up. So what are you guys complaining about? Well, first of yeah. all,
1: don't act like I didn't help.
2: I let you mop I don't it up. Know if you hadn't drank that, I know you hadn't drank that day, but there was something. You had your feet up on the ottoman, and I'm on the my hands and knees. I did toweling the, up the okay. floors.
1: I did all the laundry. I went to the store. It's like 7 a.m. I replaced all the toilet paper, which he also destroyed. Think about that. If you had done that now, ruining toilet paper, you'd be a, you'd be a marked man. Yeah. No, I would be. Like, like if you ruined-
3: If you could prove I ruined toilet paper, which you can't. <laughs> How many podcasts have we done it on at
2: this point? This might have to be like a – we might have to turn this in with the time we have in quarantine. This might have to be a court show. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll get a couple lawyers. Bump, we'll get bump. witnesses. bump, will bump, bump. get a jury of dirt balls via Zoom. Yeah. We'll, we'll make our case. I'm happy to defend you. I'm happy to go full Johnny Cochran and defend you even though I know you're fully guilty. Let's uh, see how good of a lawyer you are. <laughs> yeah.
1: This
3: is an easy, easy win for the defense.
1: The irony of the whole thing. The burden of, of proof
3: is on Andy Ruther.
1: Well, not at all. The irony of the yeah, whole
3: thing. Yeah, it is. Are you accusing me of it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not well, accusing burden, you of it, yeah. but I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> the burden of proof is on you who accuse. Well, I, the thing is, again, yeah.
2: I cleaned up. I'm not even pressing
3: charges. So yeah. you know why I didn't clean up? Because I didn't do it, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I can see in Ruther's face; he's still a little pissed about it. Yeah, like Did you, you didn't get charged. Um, nothing happened, but you're still kind of mad. I, I can see I you in your I eyes. Am. I'll just
1: admit it. You know why? Yeah. Just, just admit you fucked up, dude. That's all I want in life. When people fuck up. Just admission. That's I all I want.
3: I can't
1: say I fucked up
3: because but, but you can. it didn't happen. You can. But if he doesn't
2: recall, which he wouldn't, obviously, yeah. turning on the faucet, not turning off the faucet, and leaving his open toothpaste in there. Yeah. I mean, if he did remember
1: that. So you would,
3: say. I, mean, I don't yeah. I don't know that that's true.
1: As someone who's done a lot of dumb stuff, especially when he was intoxicated, I can go back and admit say, yeah, you know, I messed up. All I'm looking I've am i admitted to a ton of things, just not this one because I'm not sure it's true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you
1: know what's crazy? See, know. He
3: doesn't say
2: it's not true. He says he's not sure it is true. Yeah,
1: that was a year ago. It feels like it was five years ago. Yeah. No, in, no shit. In, in this current state of the world, now that days mean nothing. <laughs> what time are you getting to bed? Uh,
3: like one ish, two. Just of. No, I mean, like, this whole, like, thing about staying inside and staying healthy has made me much more unhealthy. Of course. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't know what, like, I used to get up around 8 or 9, get outside, you know, go through my routine. Now my routine is just like, there's It, but it there feels is, like it takes way more discipline to do the same thing I was doing before.
2: Yeah, there's at least constraints when we had things to do, you yeah. know. You, you, there's daylight hours, mm-hmm. you know, the world's getting up at eight or nine, so you have to get up at eight or nine yeah. to whatever. But, like, I'm at the point now where I'm just like, what? 4 a.m. is the same as 1 a.m. to me. If I got, right. if I, if what, I'm,
3: what difference does it make? Yeah.
2: Thank I, God I don't have video games or something. I'd be up 24 hours a day just eating trash and playing video games. I'm going to
1: pose a wild scenario. Mm-hmm. Do you think more people will ultimately die? From some sort of unhealthy diabetes, heart-related, heart disease, whatever you want to call it. No. No. Because of corn.
2: You're not getting getting like one. You're not getting. Hold on, let me finish. Getting heart disease from one month inside.
1: Well, it's going to be lower than one month. I'm just saying, do you think suicide, depression, whatever it is, do you think more people have some sort of ultimately related death that's going to be greater than the number of people who die? No.
3: Corona. No. But I think there's gonna be uh, an uptick in domestic violence cases, um depression, suicide. I think there'll be more than there were last year, but I think you know, there's already thirty thousand people died of COVID that we know of, and we don't even know the real numbers. Yeah. You know and that's we just not- America. Yeah, and that's just here. So I don't think so.
1: Yeah. just just tossing it out there. Is, is an interesting scenario. But it is ironic, I agree, that everybody is getting lazier and fatter. Yeah. No, it's just like, this has become Wally.
3: But well,
2: yeah. And also what, you know, everybody, like, I don't even believe that people who are like,
1: every day yeah, I get up and
2: I go to a virtual yoga class. I'm like, my ass. <laughs> Who's teaching all these virtual yoga classes? How come I haven't been invited to any? How come uh, I'm not, like... I just don't believe even the front that people on put on via social media that they're like at home just like grinding crushing crushing the coronavirus. No, I mean, I I'm sucks. I'm working out more than I did a month ago, but that's because I can now walk. So, and and me working out means I'm doing 35 squats a
3: day. <laughs> like that's not terrible. Yeah. Especially with that fucked up knee of yours. Exactly. I mean, that's the reason. It's not as swollen as
2: I expected, to be honest. Yeah. It's still pretty gross if you yeah. stand up. Like, it's, uh, I mean, that's that's three months ago. Yeah. It's still, It's still a fully different leg from yeah. the, from right to left.
3: You can see the start of your
2: ankle, though, coming back. Yeah. Pretty that, good. That's the thing that's got the most pain right now, like walking on it yeah. and stuff, because I guess it's just been doing nothing and supporting no weight. Yeah. But,
3: yeah, tails from a broken knee. Has your girlfriend been supportive and help you out yeah yeah that's nice that's good <laughs> i
1: true.
3: broke up with my girl right before coronavirus which seemed like a bad idea At, in the beginning yeah i was and like, nah, like i could oh. have waited and then she came over like you know a week later when i was getting really horny and uh she lasts about <laughs> 36 hours I'm like yeah you gotta go i can't take it
1: yeah what yeah. is
2: what is quarantine life like over at the Las Lair, I mean, well, you have your firm modern couch. I got the firm modern couch. <laughs> You've got a dog. You got the
3: dog who's the, also you, recovering. So from from an ACL from the ACL. So you know, it's it's basically like you know, try to get up by eleven if I go to bed at four, just not to feel like a you know too much of a piece of shit, and then I walk around. I will walk King to to Superbud to get some coffee and walk him back. To where? Superbow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little bread place. Um, and then um, smoke a joint, think about working out, end up not. Then I've been playing um, the golf club PGA 2019 for 20 bucks a game against my buddy Marcos. And so That's I'm, a video game? Yeah. So I've been. I made eighty dollars yesterday. Great! So that was pretty cool. <laughs> thinking about new careers. You're a video game guy. It. You're an,
2: you're an e- esports athlete. I'm thinking about it. You're a professional esports athlete. You're making money playing right. esports. Yeah, I mean, I mean,
3: um, what they call it in snatch? I can, I can, unlicensed.
2: I can prove the case easier that you're a professional esports gamer than I can that you
3: didn't. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because you can check my Venmo right now. T- uh, yeah. No. I'm. I'm an unlicensed. Esports gaming, right now. Thinking about going pro. I feel like everybody's going to become a pro esports gamer. Yeah, Ruther's gaming these days. You
2: guys, yeah. The what do you got? Well,
1: Ruther's I was big in the NBA Jam. I was when Nick was here. We we started a Twitch channel. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And how does that work? How does Twitch work?
3: For for video games. It broadcasts your video games. Oh, really? Yeah. So
2: if you want to mm. put your Head my to head twenty dollar games. Yeah, on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is
3: is the gameplay of PGA Golf strong, dude? It, this new one is really really hard. It's really hard. Like, uh, um, usually like that those old Tiger Wood games, like you got it immediately, and yeah. I'd be like shooting minus twenty for a round. But like my handicap is like three, two to three, so I can go over pretty easily. And putting's pretty hard, so it's pretty dope. But I've gone through like a season of MLB as Laz Diaz, <laughs> left-handed shortstop slugger. Yeah, you know, gone through um, a season of NBA as Laz Diaz. He's slashing a slashing stri- sharpshooter. He, he's a gamer. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I'm. I think I got it. I think I got what it takes.
1: Well, when Nick comes back, maybe you need to put those. Is talent- Nick
3: invited back? What happened with Nick? He just didn't want to remain anymore. He flooded, the bathroom, flooded Ruther, the bathroom and Ruther sent him back to Michigan. Ruther does not like it when you flood
1: the, <laughs> <laughs> flood the house. Although he did. <laughs> he,
2: he, he, did. He, he would shit with the heat lamp on and Ruther couldn't take it anymore and, and send him back to Michigan. Ruther has very strong bathroom etiquette no yeah. heat lamps, no floods. He did flood the bathroom
1: in Houston, remember? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: that was weird. That was weird.
1: When we were in was Houston. Was this after me? Yeah.
2: Did
3: you just lose your fucking mind? It was
1: Prado. Not again! It was Prado. Well,
2: it, He didn't even, it was, he doubled up. Like when I went in and I am a strong crime scene investigator, you know, I'm Morgan Freeman in seven. Like I I walk in, I know exactly what happened. I walked in and the floor was soaking wet and I took, you know, notice of the scene. And I was like, okay, one of two things happened here. Either a 150 pounds, St. Bernard came in straight from the lake. (laughs) (laughs) And shook his shit off, <laughs> or Nick showered with the curtain mostly open, <laughs> stepped out of the shower without grabbing a towel, yeah. tackled the Saint Bernard, <laughs> and they shook off together. I mean, the floor was soaked, the walls were soaked. I, I, he clearly came out, started like drip drying on the floor, then found a towel. Was there and like a rug involved,
3: like this, or soaked. just? Yeah. soaked
2: oh it was like it was like one you know they had it was like a garage studio that we found on airbnb okay. and they had like a bath mat in there and nick just may as well have taken the bath mat and just dropped it into a bucket of water and then left it on the floor <laughs> i was like okay well, i walked in there I almost slid slipped and fell
1: it's funny you bring up my bathroom etiquette because that is one of my main rules don't
3: but, flood the bathroom
1: well that's that's <laughs> the first rule the second rule I do not like when people just get right out of the shower and go on the bath mat. You dry off in the tub. In the tub. Yeah, like you grab your towel, which is right next to the shower, uh-huh. and you don't you don't just get all wet over the bath mat. I think that's unruly. I
2: I at my place, I open my shower curtain, I grab my towel, I dry off, but I dry off like sixty percent. I'm forty percent still wet. I just do a loose dry with my towel. It's pretty now, good though. And get out, step onto the bath mat, throw the robe on. And, and I'm doing a heavy leg dry so that when I step out, I'm not doing the floor. But lower half of the leg dry, come out, robe on, and now I'm just now I'm just Hefner, you know the rest. I'm, I'm mostly dry., yeah. I got a robe on. No water on the floor. Also, my bathroom is small enough where a large bath mat basically carpets my. Bathroom, so I don't really have to worry about
1: it. But that's the move. Yeah, you don't have to fully dry. Yeah, get the legs and feet, and don't be destroying the bath mat.
3: I destroy bath mats. Of course you do. <laughs> you destroy whole bathrooms. Here's Allegedly, <laughs> I definitely
1: what, destroy bath mats. Here's what I think: when Nick comes back, they can be, you know, the bath bandits or whatever you want yeah, to call them. Yeah, the them. wet bandits. The <laughs> wet bandits from Home Alone, and Nick can live with you. Oh, uh, no. There's no chance of that. <laughs> that. No? No. No way. You got a lot more space. Laz, Laz yeah, is who cares? Laz is like the, for me? Laz is like
2: the spring training wet bandits. Remember they would go in and they put like a snow globe down. and leave them? Laz is coming in with a bobblehead he just got at one of the stadiums, places it there. Like, why is this place four feet deep in water and there's a Tom Brennan bobblehead?
3: What message is this guy sending? Fuck the Brenneman's.
1: <laughs> 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 why do you hate the Brenneman so much?
3: Uh I hate uh Tom Brenneman for his Barry Bonds ridiculous hate while he was the Diamondbacks announcer. And I hate Marty Brenneman for having Tom Brenneman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if you're a piece of shit, why just this came, make up, pre-show. More pieces this of came shit.
2: up pre-show because yeah. Andy said that I was getting heat. On the internet for saying that I listen to music over sports. Yeah. To which
1: it's terrible. It's like it's pr- probably one of the craziest, most awful sports-related takes. Actually, Honestly. I gotta say I don't think I, so. I
2: gotta say I'm not really surprised that you and dirt balls feel that way. It's like I don't need Chris Collinsworth telling me what's going on in a football game. I can watch a football game mm-hmm. and that's, know what's going on. A in snide, I don't. I don't, like, I don't need somebody to tell me oh, what I'm God. digesting.
3: I... He's so much more... No- dude. Big th- games, important games, I want to hear f- first everything. Of, first of all. um, But I can see that regular season...
1: Get out of here. Regular season G- guys, baseball games, guys, regular season
3: basketball games, absolutely. I, can, I can't list
1: five
2: announcers that I care to Show hear what they say. Show some
1: respect. These guys, whether you like or dislike Collinsworth, the guy sits and watches game film. What he has to say, he's going to bring insight and knowledge. All these guys do that. And so to say... Oh, I know what's going on. You sound so, like,
2: pompous. It's—he's watching—him watching watching game tape doesn't have anything to do with the fact that we're both watching the live game tape of this game. And he's offering insight. In fact, we're watching the same feed of it. Great, and I don't care or am entertained by Chris Collinsworth's insight. And when I am entertained by somebody's insight, or at least what they're adding to the game— I'm not putting on the fucking Strokes album while Vin Scully was calling baseball, but 78 to 84% of announcers, I don't care what they have to say, and I'm going to put on my own audio and then just watch the football game. If I go to a college football game or a pro football game in person, I'm watching it without somebody in my ear telling me what's going on anyway, and I feel like I know exactly what happened. I mean, do you feel like you didn't get the experience of the Kansas City Chiefs, Rams, historic Monday night football game because you didn't have Booger McFarlane being like, these offenses are going off tonight? <laughs> I'm like,
3: no shit, Booger. It's 50 48 in the third quarter. Yeah. When yeah. was the last Did time Chris Collins were you had, you had a crane new. to give me that opinion? That, you we're, know, it's usually like. Oh, you know, we spent uh, yeah. all week at, at practice. I'll tell you, this guy I hung out with Jared Goff. You know, this week. and he's a real zerbardoo. And like, who cares? I, I think Collinsworth sucks. He's from Cincy. Brennaman sucks. Marty sucks the most because he had Tom.
1: That's it. It's okay. I, I think Xavier's kind of awesome. Stop it! <laughs> I think to not listen. Is ridiculous because it's not just the announcers. You're hearing the environment. You're hearing the stadium, and it removes the experience from the game. Comparing me going to the game and not hearing them is that's apples to oranges, Brano. It really what, is.
2: What, it's actually it's proving my point entirely. The, it's not the the, the the most personal way to enjoy the game. Doesn't have announcers as part of it. Yeah. So I just don't need it. And the environment, like, football stadiums get loud when the other team has I, the ball on its third down. Like well, some I, of don't, us, I don't need to fucking... I, I
1: want to hear the audio. I want to hear the hitting. I want to hear what the players are saying on the field, which you can really hear because they're all mic'd up. I want to hear what everyone's saying. Yeah, it, and I'm probably 90% of the people, 95% of the people. You're if a, there was a
3: channel where you heard where every player was mic'd up during a football game, then and I'd watch you it could, and then 100% of the time. Yeah, and then you could hear that, or you could hear Collinsworth or Booger McFarland, or Marty and Tom Brenneman. Which one would you choose? What do you mean? Meaning uh, you have, have one I, channel, which is which is all the players mic'd, no announcers. The other channel, regular announcers. Which one you choose?
1: I like now a combination. Okay. There y- is no combination.
2: You do realize that we have been, not only have we worked for and been paid for a company that said, turn your game off and listen to these guys. <laughs> we still do it currently. We're like, we're going to do this better than these guys do this. And people are muting the, the the crowd audio and listening to us because they prefer us over Joe Buck. I prefer a lot of things over a lot of announcers. I prefer The
1: Strokes' new album over Chris Collinsworth. That that To me, that's odd that you're going to listen to I, – I, I'd rather – I'd rather not even have any sound than put on music while the game is. I just think that's a that's the that's weird. That's just weird to me. It's like shoving a. You'd rather have it on silent
3: than music over announcers, probably. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's odd. That's odd. Okay. I mean, it's basically.
2: It's I this, didn't flood the house. It's the same thing as people going, like, I listen to music or podcasts in the car. I listen to music or podcasts when I work out. Like, I I got to hear my feet on the treadmill. You know, <laughs> I need to get in touch with my body. You I'm know,
1: like, what, I'm doing two things at once here. You know, it would be great if we had some feedback live via YouTube right now on this. Yeah, it would be great. I
2: mean, the thing is, like, Too you, bad you, we don't. you can call me pompous <laughs> all you want, but like, I don't care if the dirt balls need Joe Buck to explain football to them. Good. Good for you. I don't – like, Troy Aikman, yeah, he might bring one or two nugs the whole game, but
1: do I need it?
2: No, I don't need it. Okay.
1: Well, I like hearing Troy Aikman. Yeah, uh, he, like- does,
2: he does fine. I don't hate Troy. Yeah, I'm on Troy. Buck and Aikman I hate are, Joe Buck, though. Buck and Aikman are kind of borderline for me on – you know, if it's an important game, I'll watch Buck and Aikman call it. But if it's like even my regular Giants game, like I don't I'll watch the Giants with the sound off. Odd.
1: It's an odd take. What what yeah.
3: announcers would you absolutely not turn not turn off?
1: I
2: the, My my announcing Chick
3: Hearn. Like, here's the thing. I would watch Mets
2: games my whole life. Regular season Mets games with music on 100 percent of the time at a 100 percent. I now listen to Keith and Ron every game. Because I think that they're doing an entertaining good job. I never used to turn on music for Sunday Night Baseball. I like Joe Morgan and uh, what was the other guy? John Miller. John Miller. I like those guys. I thought they did a great job together. Now, I will never have the audio of Sunday Night Baseball on. I would rather rather listen to car crashes via my stereo (laughs) than Jessica Mendoza and A-Rod have this weird thing where... A rod smirkily, you know, tells us that Jessica Mendoza knows nothing about base. It's like great. Okay, I don't need Jessica Mendoza hitting off a tee with Buster Posey before the game. Like I don't care.
1: <laughs> I think she got. I think she got removed. By the way. Well, yeah, she didn't. But then she was. Well, now for the
2: we'll Mets. see if I if I watch yeah. Sunday Night Baseball. I game. don't know
3: why they just don't bring John Miller back. That's one of the best things that happened to the Giants when they fired him. But the uh,
2: like I've seen, you know, it's. Preference, peop- I've seen people be like, Oh, I hate Joe Morgan and John Miller. And I was like, Okay, I don't know who you are or why. But Joe Morgan
3: was a, a bit up his own ass, but he is one of the greatest second basemen of all time. So I can kind of give him a pass on that.
2: And I, I mean, I, that's the like- reason
3: I do not like Joe Buck because he's up his own ass. And what has Joe Buck done besides be born by Jack Buck?
2: Yeah. I look Honestly, I don't hate Joe sucks. Buck. The the complaints about Joe Buck are always everybody's like, he's rooting against my team, which is hilarious. No, he's just a smug fuck. I don't like Joe Buck. Uh I, I don't mind Joe Buck for football. Joe Buck in playoff baseball kills me because every double to the gap is Kirk Gibson's, you know, right limping home run. Yeah. Molina the right center. <laughs> You're like, relax,
1: Joe Buck. <laughs> Do you want to talk uh, some current sports news? Sure, sure, buddy. All right. Well, I want to start off with your boy, Odell Beckham Jr. Rumors now he's on the move again, possibly to the Vikings. <laughs> so Minnesota.
3: What a disaster for OBJ to go from Cleveland to Minnesota. Like you got another red-ass coach, and you got a a questionable at best quarterback. Uh, with a coach who just wants to run the ball and another guy on the other side. Yeah. That and would be, I think it would
2: suck just as much. And in my much. opinion, a grossly, grossly overrated quarterback. Yeah. Like,
1: I'd, now, I... Well, you're upgrading big time in your franchise and also your coach.
3: I think you're upgrading in your franchise for sure. It's like just a more stable place. Playing inside. Playing inside. That's good. Minnesota, he's not going to... He's probably love that as much as he loves Cleveland Just the city I mean It's a right. midwestern city It's probably a little bit more fun In Cleveland It's gotta be a lot more fun You know Better music scene So that's something Prince Prince is Yes The memory of Prince <laughs> Correct yeah. Have you been to, Have you guys been to Minneapolis No I have not I have not, I have not. But I've three, heard three, I've heard Really good things go Yeah Good target field um, Baseball A lot of, of tall Beautiful blonde girls You know my buddy, uh, my buddy lives there.
2: <laughs> Viking ladies. I mean, I think Odell, probably the tall Viking men, also yeah. a strong, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. St- yeah, he'll like that draw for he'll Odell like Beckham that. Jr. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this this rumor was squashed pretty quickly, wasn't it?
1: I mean, it's are they still talking still about this? Flo- still floating?
3: I don't know if you're Cleveland, why you get rid of Odell now? Yeah, why? You mean?
2: Also, they're going to the, the like the reports were like a second and a fifth, which I think was far less than they. So
3: Stephon Diggs is a first, a third, and a fifth, and Odell is a second and a fifth. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah,
1: I mean Odell. Let's look. Let's be honest though. Odell's at a crossroads in his career at this point.
2: Okay. I mean, I would say this. I think this is a Randy Moss-like crossroads in this his is career. Randy I do Randy at think, the Raiders? I don't think Randy Moss ever stopped being the biggest, fastest, highest-jumping guy on the thing. Dude, I mean,
1: uh, you, you're out of your mind at that point on, on he, Odell. I okay, mean, but tell, wait, tell me why I'm wrong. Be, because, well, I'm just going to pull up side by side, and I, maybe I could be wrong, but I think that, you know, Randy Moss probably spent a lot more years with the Vikings himself and he did
2: yeah but I'm not talking about that what is what were his Raiders numbers right before he came back to the Patriots and broke every receiving record hold on a second
1: let let me just let me just Randy Moss his first one two three four five he did six straight years of 1200 or more yards all right hold on. on yeah but
2: you're that
1: that's neither here nor there on the same team
3: was he playing with Jamarcus
1: Russell in the Raiders yeah my point is on the Shit. on the same team. He did six straight years, twelve hundred more yards right. in Minnesota. By Odell's fourth year, he got hurt big time, and you know his numbers are barely above a thousand the last couple of years. All I'm saying is I don't like this comparison.
2: But you just that has nothing to do with the comparison. The comparison is that when you play on bad teams with bad quarterbacks and you're in a bad situation, you're, you're, you're still gonna be bad. getting a thousand yards of receiving. Musk. i mean the the whole thing last year was that w- the regression of Baker mayfield where they add where they add weapons and they get like it wasn't good
3: right and just think about Cleveland this year without obj you got an older small uh what's the dude from uh Miami came over there Jarvis Landry Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. all right that guy's not a number one I don't care what anybody says he's That's great a pos- possess- he's a great possession, possession receiver. receiver he catches a hundred balls right. Great.
1: How is that not a number one?
3: Eh, it's not a number. He's not a game breaking number not one. He is a game breaking number one guy. That's like a guy, that's like Art Monk. I, How many I, seven By the way, I like Jarvis
2: catch? Landry. I think he's yeah, great. Yeah, no, I but think he's, he's good. A, he's exactly what he is. He's a vi- high volume receiver. Right. As opposed to the the reason that you say Odell and you compare it. Like Randy Moss is arguably, if not inarguably, at worst the second best receiver of all time. Mm-hmm. So. The comparison isn't to Moss as like Odell's even in the same class. It's just that you can be an exceptional receiver, be in a bad situation, and suddenly you're not an exceptional receiver anymore. And then when you get into a better situation, suddenly you're the best you've ever been in your whole career. Like Randy Moss was able to make Minnesota a place that got to the NFC championship game and had a record-breaking offense of their own. But then he goes to the Raiders, which is the West Coast version of the Cleveland Browns and we're going, Randy Moss is... Well, that's it for Randy Moss. Did he have 1,000
3: yards with the Raiders? He did his first year. Okay, and he had 1,000 yards with the Browns. How many years has he been with the Browns? Just one, right? Just one. Just one. He had 1,000 yards with the Browns. The Niners haven't had a 1,000-yard receiver receiver since Crabtree, and he only did it once. And fucking OBJ is going to shit situation after shit situation and still putting up numbers and the shit situation That's why was, I just don't think they should get rid the of the shit him this year. and the shit
2: situation with the Giants was that he was hurt and that they aren't they don't want to do the diva thing and I'm I'm still of the opinion that the Giants trading Odell Beckham was a bad move. I'm still of that opinion. It's like this is the same thing that we're seeing all over the league. I mean, they already paid him. Right. It's not like they were the ones that jumped off the train of like He's not worth the money. Yeah. They paid him. Then they moved him. They yeah, gave him the bonus. My
1: response would be if the Giants got rid of him and now the Browns, that's a complete reflection on Odell though. If, uh, I I
3: it, I don't think so, It's yet. not the teams are No, tr- because I would I would argue that it's more of a reflection on Cleveland and the Giants. I mean, those two teams right now maybe the Giants are in a little bit of better situation Than they were a couple years ago, but they're still kind of a disaster organization. I mean, we're picking fourth. Yeah. Like, the the, the
2: Vegas numbers came out. They have them at five and a half wins. Right. Like, I just don't understand, especially if you're the team that pays him, why you're sending him elsewhere. Now, Cleveland doesn't know. I mean, I think it would be stupid for Cleveland to trade him to the Vikings for a second and a fifth. And I I think it almost, I mean, it would be an upgrade for him, like we said. And again, he'd be playing indoors and Kirk Cousins as. Uh, overrated as I think he is, is better than Baker Mayfield right now. I
1: think it's a huge upgrade if he goes to the Vikings. Because you are all you also have a running game. That's yeah. Free no, you no, up.
3: no. I think it would be um, a good situation for the Vikings. I don't think it would be a great situation for Odell. I disagree. I mean, I think it would be better in Cleveland. I think it would be better in Cleveland, but I don't think it's a great situation. I still think Mike Zimmer is going to want to run the ball until uh, that kid from Florida State dies. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. Um, you know, I just think it's it's early for Cleveland to be like, yo, Odell, you're not you're not what we're looking for. Because who the fuck are the Browns? What what do the Browns stand for? Right. I don't know. Right. You know? All I know is the Browns stand for like um. This is going to be the year. We finally got all the talent. Da, 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 I mean, at some
2: point, if you're the Cleveland Browns and you've had every player that's ever played in the NFL, they were there, they were bad, they went somewhere else, they got they better. Were good. You were never good. You're a part of the problem. It's the, you know, you've gone through five uniform changes since yeah. you won a playoff game. You are literally the team that people use in a Mad Lib when it says, put terrible professional sports franchise here. Yeah. You go, Cleveland Browns? Cleveland Browns. Like, at some point, they need
3: to go, like this is us. Yes. Right. This is what we stand for. This is what we do. Odell, you're not, you know, you're not part of it. That would go a lot further if I knew what they stood for and then I knew what they did besides fucking lose every
1: year. Okay, well, no. n- not to bring back Arizona. Okay. But I will real quick. All right. <laughs> both you guys predicted 10 wins. And I was like, "No way." I don't think I predicted 10 wins. You for sure both said playoffs. Okay. I said playoffs. I'm gonna I'm gonna gloat a little here. Okay. I said no way they made the playoffs. They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. I'm looking right now. Let's do it again. It's about a year later. Like Joe referenced, the over/unders were released from Vegas, and we'll go okay. through a bunch of teams. All I think right. Cleveland's an interesting team, as always, because they have talent. What are
3: they? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. <laughs> I'm
2: going under.
1: I'm going under too.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a good number, but I'm going eight and eight because I agree. I just think that. The the thing about last year, for me being said, is, again, they have talent. But now they have talent. They're doing the coach thing again. They, whether or not you believe, like, whether or not you look at a guy like Odell or Jarvis Landry or anybody and you say, like, they're going to it's going to be easy for them to pick up a new coach's system and just like whatever, or that you think that they wouldn't be good at. It. You're just like, Odell's oh, a diva and blah, 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 he wants the ball. It's still, you're going first coach again, all the pressure of failing on it last year. The Baker Mayfield regression is only going to, he's only going to get that much better. Um, yeah, I was high on them last year, but they, they, their new coach lasted one season and they're starting over. So now, I'm going back down to just. I mean, I think they'll be improved, but yeah, eight. Wins. What were
3: they last year? Like five and eleven, or six and ten?
1: I think they went six and ten.
2: They were in some games yeah. and they lost some close football games. No, but, they they but the definitely time, lost close football games because of terrible coaching decisions, but also Baker and also bad play. Baker, yeah. yeah. And the Ravens were uh, like a force to be reckoned with last yeah, year. Yeah, they were awesome. And even the, and they beat them once. They were one, that was one yeah. of their wins. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the AFC North. I, I'm still down on the Steelers and their future, unless you know some changes are made. So I think that Cleveland will be better, but I don't think that they'll be.
1: Well, the Ravens and the Chiefs are the highest over under as of now at twelve. Yeah, I think the Ravens is too high. I think
3: I, I think the, the the number is twelve. So they they're saying we're saying if you're going to bet on the Ravens,
1: you got to win thirteen games. Correct. Yeah. yeah.
3: No, that's I I can see the Ravens going. Eleven and five and ten and six and still making I, the playoffs. I
1: agree, and I think as great as Lamar Jackson was last year, dude, NFL defenses and coaches are so good at yeah. game planning and learning. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lamar was unstoppable last year. Like he 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 had a once in a generational type season. I don't yeah. think people realize that. Yeah,
2: and the. The thing about the Ravens is that number doesn't even really matter. I think the if you're a Ravens fan, the question mark is can it win in the pl- come playoff time when you're only playing really good teams, when you're only playing, you know, potentially offenses that you have to keep up with like the Chiefs. But in terms of winning regular season games against the Steelers and the, the Browns, Browns and, the Bengals. and the
3: Bengals. Yeah.
2: I I I don't think I mean, I don't think I'd bet over 12 games, but again, like if if you were if it was eleven and a half, it'd be a lot easier easier <laughs> than saying like twelve's a push. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if yeah. I'm betting the Chiefs with
3: twelve being a push.
1: Yeah. Um,
3: well, you got I mean, you guys would all have the Ravens winning their division, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think they can win at eleven and five.
1: The most interesting division again, it was most competitive last year, and it will be. It should be on paper again this year. Is the NFC West? Yeah. These are the over/under for that division. The Niners ten and a half. The Seahawks nine and a half Rams eight and a half and the Cardinals seven and a half. So they're saying I think all those teams go over all of them all over their win totals. Yes. I think the Niners win 11 games next year. I think the Seahawks win 10. Yeah. You think the Rams win nine. They definitely could. And you think the Cardinals win eight. I think the Cardinals are going to be dangerous. They will be.
2: Yeah really dangerous i only like the uh san francisco over because i could see the next gang being nine and seven eight and eight like so i i don't see there being two 10 win teams out of that division
3: yeah i mean that sounds like a lot no i think about it but i think happened last year it's totally did there's two 10 there's uh seattle was like 12 and four right
1: 11 and five yeah
3: they were eleven and five. Yeah, how is that
1: possible? San Francisco went thirteen and three. Right. Oh, that's right. Because if cause they had
3: they, won, had Seattle won, then head to head they would won the division. Because
1: they would. Yeah. Correct.
3: That's right. That's right. Um, I could never say Seattle's done. Every year, you know, you think they're of, done because of who?
1: Because of who? It's
3: fucking Russ, man.
1: Russ is fucking magic. You hear it's that? Awesome! You hear that Joe Freno? Right
3: yeah, I hear that. He's fucking. That.
1: Say it Magical. again. Say it again for my ears,
2: dude. Russ is great. Russ is great. <laughs> I've said Russ, Russ is, is great. great. I've also said Russ is overrated. That's I don't and know that, how and that's you overrate where, the guy. And that's just where I stand. It's
3: just it's just so many. I wins think you can this be, guy I think has. you can be
2: a great quarterback in a great situation and have a great success, and then get and then get branded so something
3: much better than it is now.
2: Yeah, that's when yeah. he was winning Super Bowls and, True. Play, and multiple playoff games True, in a, but in like a round. True, but to
3: get, get that team, which wasn't a great team, to the playoffs and a really competitive division and a really competitive NFC, that was impressive last year. I thought that was his best year, I thought, last year.
1: Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. It's going to be a fun division. I think the Cardinals are much improved. I think his best year Are was, you I think Russell's still best a Rams year was fan? He- well, it's funny you say that. Yeah. So I have on paper right now charger season tickets okay which by the way is an interesting uh interesting play moving forward and have you guys seen what's happening with Ticketmaster
2: yeah no is doing Ticketmaster things so hey here's the thing I've been telling you guys since 1992 <laughs> I was a. Uh, I said don't don't ever elect another bush and don't use Ticketmaster and what no one believed me <laughs> I also wrote four songs called "Pandemic," many of them on the album "Pandemic" by Pearl Jam. But no, no, here we are, whole world pandemic, Bush doing Bush things, <laughs> Ticketmaster stealing your fees.
1: So, is Ticketmaster, do you know? You probably know more about this than me, Prano. They're they've changed the verbiage and the language
2: where they don't have to give you r- refunds on your tickets.
1: Yeah, yeah. So my season tickets. Are technically through Ticketmaster. Yeah. So. <laughs> no shit.
2: Everything's through Ticketmaster, right? Live Nation. Again, Eddie Vedder did tell us that they were a monopoly and that the government had to take down Ticketmaster. So no one listened to him. This is why I'm bringing this Ticketmaster up. Ticketmaster is the devil and it's ruining all our lives. Longest title in the Pearl Jam catalog. <laughs> one, two, three, four, two, three. I hate the Ticketmaster <laughs>
1: so much. So. My season tickets, it's, it's not that expensive for NFL standards. Two season tickets, 1600 bucks. So it's four payments of 400 bucks, And I knew going in, it's non-refundable. I also didn't foresee a pandemic. So I made the first payment, right? The first $400 payment. The Chargers pushed the next payment, which was due April 1st because of the pandemic, to, to May 15th. I called the Chargers ticket office the other day. And I say, so the next payment's due in 30 days... Well, she goes. Well, the games are scheduled to happen. I go. But what if they don't? Well, we'll cross that road. And I go. I go. No, because you guys are through Ticketmaster. I was trying to explain to her. Yeah. I'm not going to keep paying four hundred dollars for potential to lose sixteen hundred dollars.
2: And Ticketmaster is like, actually, we have a deal with the government. We took it directly out of that twelve hundred dollar check you were sending. <laughs> and Eddie Vedder's like, I fucking I told, told
1: you. you. So that's kind of my predicament right now. Is. Why should I make my May fifteenth payment for an additional four hundred dollars? You shouldn't. I'm
3: not. I don't think there's going to be an NFL season, so I don't think you should. You don't think there's going to be a season? But that
2: again, that begs the question. You know, to go back, are you a Rams fan in terms of your Rams fandom? Let's go back to what's happening. Is it now? Is it now Chargers, Seahawks, Rams, Rams? Charger, see like where are your three teams I feel like what happened to you was you left, I feel like you should put them in you your left bio, your, in your Twitter bio in order so we know you
3: left your true love for a hot LA girl and then everything was going well and then a year later all her plastic surgery melts off her face and you realize she looks like fucking Skeletor. So now you can't go back to Cincinnati. She got home at night. She took some. <laughs> she took one of those like makeup-removing wipes to,
2: right. to Brandon Cook's, and that came off. And yeah. you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, God. And then, and then she rubbed the girly off her nose. <laughs> right. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my what? God. All I got is Jared Goff?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it turns out that Jared Goff is a lot bigger than
1: it looked. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> the- well, well, here's what happened. <laughs> Look at Jared Goff with those club eyes. Obviously, I still root for the Rams. They're, they're a hometown team. The Chargers
3: thing... You got a new hometown team.
1: Well, the Chargers thing, again, which I'm on record. I'm not saying I'm a diehard Chargers fan. I even said that every time I called or met with the Chargers people. I said, guys, this is a new stadium. This is fun. I'm not going to turn into a diehard Chargers fan. Maybe along the line I do, but for the time being... It's a tax write-off. I think
2: you got to go all in right now. You're a Charger season ticket holder. I, I think, think we every should, year you just I think go we have all a, in on a new team. I think you should. <laughs> I think you should sell your Ram stuff on Etsy. Yeah, sell all Etsy. sell all your Seahawks gear that I know you keep in a small bin that you, when, you, <laughs> when no one's here you put on while you watch Chris Collinsworth. I'll tell you something about Russell Wilson. We had lunch at a, a lunch counter the other day, and he likes Jesus. Third and long here. What's Russ going to do? Thank God, I heard that.
1: You want to see something? You want to hear something crazy? They Vegas has the Chargers with Tyrod Taylor as their quarterback. They have them at eight and a half over under. Uh, yeah,
3: I, I, I think I think what they're thinking to that as well. is that they're gonna draft a quarterback or trade for Dak or do something because you cannot bet on Tyrod Taylor to win you nine games in the right. in the NFL. He That's did. Ridiculous. He did
1: with the Bills.
3: I think. I think the Chargers. You're right. He did with the Bills. I think the Chargers are going. Of the uh,
2: I think the Chargers are going full like. New stadium, new vibe, new. Ever. I think they're going to yep. draft a quarterback, and it and it, there's a lot more t- talk about the kid from Oregon, Herbert, Herbert, or, Herber, or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck his name is. And uh, you know, I'm not a big college football guy, but I know what his name is. I just don't Justin Herbert, out. Justin Herbert. Yep. Um, because it's it almost feels like to me they want to do that, like big arm Pac-12. White. Come here, <laughs> yeah. Like let's let's get a Pac-12 kid in here to chuck it around. But back to what you said, sell some tickets,
1: you really don't think there's going to be a season. no, no, I don't.
2: I think there is going to be an NFL season. I think the NFL
3: is we don't have testing, we don't have vaccine. we're not going to have a vaccine for another year. I think they're honestly, not going this they- whole year is going to be without sports.
1: but hold on a second. why couldn't they just do that again, we're talking games don't start till September, right. Why couldn't they just do the games without fans?
3: Oh, I mean, they could. They will. They could. Um, but if you don't have a vaccine and you have all that contact, doesn't matter if there's fans or not. Well, at that point we'll have we'll have the Now, uh, they could do it with the NFL because these guys don't have guaranteed contracts. NBA and and baseball do. So they
2: they can fucking they're just sit. Gonna, they're just going to ha- handle it the way they handle Massive brain injuries. It's
0: yeah. Like, well, like, you don't have to play. You don't have to
2: play. And they're like. And we
1: don't have to pay you.
0: Yeah.
2: And we don't have to pay you. So, yeah, th- there could be. A season, I mean, the, I the story today was Von Miller has it. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I have a feeling Von Miller is going to be fine. Von Miller is a world class athlete. If my friend Mike. Who uh, got it and, you know, is 45 and regularly takes ecstasy was fine. I think Von Miller is going to be OK. <laughs>
1: Maybe. I th- I think we need to remember as as a world. I'm going to say it. Like sports are so important. They really are. And if they can make games happen even without fans, it's really imp- I think the morale, they always talk about the morale, right? Like like especially during war, the mm-hmm. morale. Of the You're going to be able to
2: watch NFL
3: games without that crowd yes. in the background. You going to be able to do it. I know that's Can we finally just mic the players if there's no crowd? that would be yeah. that I'm totally for. In fact,
2: if you guys could play the new strokes album over the loudspeakers, <laughs> I'd actually tune into the live audio for once.
1: <laughs> I think it's really in fact, I would put up there outside of health and all the actual mm-hmm. medical stuff, as far as our country, fuck the fuck the airline industry, fuck a lot of these bullshit industries that nickel and dime and take advantage of us. I would say our utmost priority seriously, as far as bringing people back and making people feel better about themselves, is sports. I firmly believe that. Because it doesn't matter... I don't know
2: how it makes people feel better about themselves. But yeah, I'm not I, sure, but but I just not I just think there's too much money at stake. The fact that it didn't start in the middle of the NFL season and pull a plug, I think that they're just going to have from now until September to make a plan on how to play. All the money's from the TV deals anyway. All the money... like. You know, what do they really lose in not charging for the $80 parking? Like, it seems like a crazy amount, but it's really not. How many NFL players have to die
3: of coronavirus before they say, all right, we tried that. Yeah. Sorry. Like, 10? 10? I don't think it'll happen. I don't know. You know, there's not widespread testing, and we have no vaccine. And it's going to take 18 months for the vaccine. Is that what they say? I don't know. Allegedly. I don't know. Allegedly. No, everything about this is alleged. Yeah. And that's the that's the trouble. We don't know what's true. How many people have been tested? How many people have it? How many people have actually died? And but we know we don't have a vaccine. So whatever, you know, whatever they do with the NFL season, it's going to be a big risk. You know, yeah. Well, will it make us feel better for a little bit? Sure. But I don't know. I don't know if they get through the entire season at all. Or yeah. that they even start on time. Most of the
2: executives don't I think would, they're going to start I would on be, time. I would, if I had to bet right now, I would bet that they start on time and they start without fans.
3: Yeah. I'll, I'll bet you that they don't start right now. I'll bet you they don't start on time. It's usually the weekend after Labor Day, right?
2: I mean, they're talking about trying to bring baseball back now.
3: Yeah. And we, we're talking
2: about the NFL prepping for far less games right. in September. Right. They haven't missed a beat so far. Free agency happened. The draft is happening. I'm telling you, man, the vaccine's gonna f- suddenly appear like a Ray Rice videotape. <laughs> the NFL, the NFL
3: ain't
1: not playing yeah. a season. No, the vaccine
3: may <laughs> may come out. Will it work? Debatable, guys. the, you dr- know, the
1: draft c- is a week from today. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm really
3: excited about the draft.
1: Yeah. Now, now, Joe, when you're sitting in the privacy of your apartment, what beverage will you be drinking while watching the NFL draft?
2: Well, I'll be drinking the greatest beverage in the history of beverages, the greatest liquid ever produced, Miller Lite, the world's first light beer, the original. Of course, that's what I'll be drinking, right? Andy. And that's what I drink when I watch my games at home because – I make the choice. I'm not going to a stadium and having them say, oh, we don't have it. I'm going, I'm staying home. I'm watching the game with some little Miller Lite, some music on in the background.
1: That's right, guys. Although getting together with a few friends in real life currently isn't an option, Miller Lite can still be enjoyed with your people, just not in bars and or gatherings. And I love that. You're drinking a, a nice Miller Lite as you watch your Giants, what, you said their number four pick?
2: Yeah. There's never been a better time to drink alone. And when you're drinking alone, drink the original.
1: Drink drink
2: Miller Lite, the finest Pilsner ever brewed.
1: Miller Lite, the original light beer. While you're at home, enjoy a classic available for delivery today. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. And I want to tease something. It's
2: good, Andy. I'm doing, I'm, again, I said before, my exercise is limited to 30 crunches a day and i feel like 30 crunches, you know, 10 crunches for every miller lite. I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. Right? 30 cr- 30 uh s- sorry, squats. 30 squats a day on my on my broken leg. 3 miller lites a day. It just seems like it makes sense. And there's rumors. 96 calories. That's nothing.
1: And there's rumors of us doing a Miller Lite Zoom happy hour. Yeah. Where we're all Ooh. drinking a Miller Lite in each of our houses. Yeah. To uh, have a sports discussion, yeah. like on on Saturday or something.
2: Zoom Miller Lite Zoom Happy Hour. Love it. Now, last.
1: Yeah. Are you really like you're a diehard baseball guy? Mm-hmm. Is this killing you right now? A little bit. Yeah.
3: I can't play baseball. Gay right season now. was canceled. Gay season was canceled. I I was I started the season hot. You know, I may not play baseball ever again. That could be my ha- last. Has
2: any of the gays? come down with the COVID yet. Not yet. Okay. That's strong. Yeah. So you guys
3: are doing well. We're, we're okay. we got a, you know, a text chain, make sure everybody is all right. The commissioner, the commissioner of the league. Have you, I feel like you've
2: formerly been commissioner of the league. Absolutely no? not. Never. Absolutely not. Seems like no something you would have done and then thought
3: better of chance. No, no, no. I know better than that. I, I reluctantly became the manager of the gays. I didn't want all this goddamn responsibility i just wanted to play
1: you like the arizona slash florida plan i think it's crazy but why you know, Why is it crazy
3: the same reason it's crazy to have like uh contact sports while while there's fucking covid with no vaccine and no testing i think, I think it's, it's nuts i i disagree well i know you just said it's good for the nation's morale to have sports <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, it may be, but until we have vaccine or testing, it's not safe. I think you know, my- baseball is probably more safe than everything else. Are they going to play with rubber gloves so you don't transmit it? You know, from the from the ball. Well, I
2: again, I, you don't want to be touching the same shit. I go back to the same thing: is like, uh, you know, I think the NFL is more likely to do it than baseball. But like, how many guys aren't going to play if you do it? And then
3: right. You know, I, I just don't think... Yeah, I hope they do it, and the rest of Major League Baseball is like, fuck that, and uh, the gays play in the Arizona-Florida <laughs> yeah. thing. But I but I feel like the majority of guys will
2: play, and so it's just going to be like a come-at-your-own-risk thing. We're going to do everything that we can, you know. I mean, we're also I, talking I also, I also, I also The only people who get tested so far that, that uh, you know, haven't shown symptoms are the rich elite, which right. is most of the guys that play in Major League Baseball. Right.
3: So, um, and they... Again, they're getting credit. Whoever was in, you know, projected or whatever to make the major league team is getting credit for a year of service time and guaranteed money. So they don't have to do shit. Right. You know? Except the owners
2: are going to be like, if we're paying you, we've got to be making money. So we're going to play games, even if it's just for TV.
3: Yeah. But they might be like, hey, sorry for your troubles. This is guaranteed money. You've got to pay us anyway. I mean, Mike
2: Trout is on as saying it's kind of a reckless decision, but yeah. I just wouldn't be surprised if other guys were like... I mean, you go out now and now, you Some see, of the you guys see, may you, feel like, hey, man, look, we're getting paid. We've we should, both been... America we, needs this. We've both been around uh, high-level baseball players from around the country. Like, the majority of guys are going to be like, it's not a real thing. The, but, I mean, this this is a Democratic hoax, man. Yeah. I'm just trying to throw gas and yeah. spit seeds and play ball, man. Let's just play ball. Like the amount, the amount could happen. The amount of you know, the the Venn diagram of people who don't believe that this is a real thing and shoot squirrels. uh yeah, most of in the off hours American of spring training. Baseball players. <laughs> like I have a feeling Chipper Jones thinks this is a hoax. But you yeah. know,
1: I, but I'd also like to see the number of Venn diagram of like you're saying, athletes like a Rudy Gobert who. Didn't even realize.
2: I mean, that was before the fact. But he was on. the guy. But
1: hold on, he felt fine to play basketball. I, I think the amount of people who, I, again, I, I bring it back to, you might not show any symptoms and you might feel completely fine. I, st- I think I probably had it already.
2: There's no reason to believe that. <laughs> it's based in nothing this is the
3: last did the, the I think uh, I had it last year I was just like just not motivated I just didn't want to do anything I think Oh I had not COVID. motivated didn't want to do I've yeah. had it since
1: I was 18 <laughs> Dude I went to Costco I've had it every
2: time I've had too much to drink the night before <laughs> I have had corona I went
1: to Costco and ate pizza using those disgusting rubber gloves after touching money and all, like come on I was doing some reckless things Just saying Good chance. I like, mean,
3: you let me in the house. P- patient zero of coronavirus, that's fucking reckless.
1: You know, I think I think a, I think stuff's going to come out, and a lot more people had it, or this has been around a They're already saying that now, that this has probably been around a lot longer than we think. And, and you and I talked about this yesterday. Well,
2: that's why I'm on the NFL's fine train, because sh- shit changes so much from day to day that between now and September... It's gonna be. It'll be a whole different world. That's. I mean, think about it. We're a month into this.
3: How many it, people dead by September? You think? Lots. It's thirty-two last time I checked. Yeah. In America. That's two months. Right. But again, we're talking about
2: these athletes and the young athletes. How many we've we've seen the guys get it? But Rudy Gobert, like Andy said, got over it and was was. They almost played the game because he was like, "Oh, I just had flu-like symptoms. I'm fine."
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, we've heard flu-like symptoms for years. He got over it. He was going to play that game, and then they're like, mm, "It's you didn't have the flu. You have coronavirus. Shut down every sport in America." Like we are in April. We're talking. This is we're talking about five months from now. True. It's 5 times as long as we've been in quarantine. Right, We're going to go a whole lot more and we still haven't lost Von Miller had it and Rudy Gobert had it and Donovan Mitchell had it. But we have lost of the 32,000 we have lost zero professional athletes to it. True.
3: True, but we still know nothing as regarding uh, to testing and vaccines. So, yeah, a lot of things could happen. Well, we know how to for the good, t- for the bad. Yeah, w- w- they they do have a test for it. It's they're
2: not as widely available, but 5 months from now.
3: Oh, only five months after a fucking first case, or eight months after the first case. Yeah, awesome, super awesome. I'm just saying. All right, we should. I think it. We should make. A I wager think it could go this. either way. We
2: should make a w- wager on this because I'm taking. I don't know what's going to happen with NBA, and I don't know what's going to happen with Major League Baseball, but I'm saying Week One NFL games will be played. I'm saying they won't.
1: Okay. Yeah.
3: Now they could be played week like what would have been Week Two, but I just don't think it's going to start on time.
1: I'm I'm leaning towards Prano on this one. All right. The NFL does not miss a beat. I mean, okay. it
2: misses a beat. It misses all its fans and, yeah. you know. But I'm saying, but you know what I'm saying. I think saying. they start on time. And okay. I think, I'm saying and, they don't. And there's there's a chance a couple of guys sit out. But uh, Tom Brady's not sitting out. Tom Brady's like, this is my legacy on the line here. I'm getting out there. Tom to-
3: Brady said he didn't care about legacy on the Howard Stern show. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> projected to win more games with the Bucks.
1: The Dude, He's
3: got weapons up the wazoo now.
1: I don't love Mike I don't love and Godwin. The, I
3: don't love the. I, I, I don't, don't love
2: the running back. I right. don't mind the pumping up of the Bucks because they've added Tom Brady. I've said before, uh, Jameis Winston. I mean, we all know my thoughts on Jameis Winston here. I think Jameis Winston hella bad, and I think that's proved by no GMs wanting him. And I think his numbers were inflated and. It was gross, and I think Tom Brady makes them significantly better.
3: Plus, I don't they like lost the a disrespecting bunch of games though late. of
2: Belichick in the paths. I don't think that they're gonna miss as much. I don't think they're gonna miss Tom Brady as much as everybody think thinks they the that they're gonna win Tom Brady. I think the division was getting closer already, mm-hmm. so maybe Belichick is gonna has a plan of doing like a quick turnaround, yeah, and going like okay, and I'll be back. But I also just don't think. Bills, Jets, Dolphins, Belichick. I, I, I just don't see them like suddenly being like, oh God, we can't win games in this division. Yeah. Well, so I heard somebody be, like, like I, I could almost see t- uh, Bill Belichick doing 10 win rebuilds. He's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll win 10 games for three years and then I'll win 14 again.
3: What do you think about the Patriots making a play for Dak?
2: Dak wants to get paid more than, I think, Belichick wants to pay anybody. Oh, else. that's right. They'll, they won't pay anybody.
3: But I I think that would be a sneaky, awesome move if they did that. The, the Cowboys have paid everybody except for Dak. I mean,
2: they, they paid gave a guard $30 million in franchise money. It's like, you've got to keep these but things they paid, in the perspective but, a little bit. Okay, yeah,
3: but they paid uh, their left tackle, their guard, their running back and their receiver, top whatever, top three at their position all time or something like that. And they're not going to give Dak what he wants?
1: If you look at Dak's year last year, and it was by far his best year. He was awesome. But see, I think if you really look closely, he was really heavy loaded on a few games it, against bad teams. Let me say this. He was awesome in fantasy for me last year. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. No, but he
3: was really good last year. He had He, he was really good. And at a certain point, and he's only a fourth year, certainly gotten better every year,
2: right? But they're not winning anything, and they're not winning in a division that's real bad from the Giants-Redskins standpoint. The Eagles have a Super Bowl in that time. The Eagles are competing with Wentz being hurt regularly. Right. Um, But that's on Jerry Jones wanting to be the GM, the coach, everything. Right, but... They're paying the again. They're paying Zeke, and they're and they got him the receiver, and they're everybody says like, look, I'm on the cow. Cal- I was against the Cowboys because I think that their defense is overrated. Everybody's like, Cowboys defense is sneaky. Okay, I'm like, okay, get stops when it matters, but again, w- we go to a th- we go to the. It's it's just not this isn't baseball where it's like you can't argue with. 35 home runs a year you know you you, like there's benchmarks in baseball where you're like it's really a one man versus the pitcher yeah and whatever but the five guys who led the league in passing last year didn't make the
3: playoffs true but i truly believe that's on garrett and jerry jones as far as the structure of the team that team is too talented not to win that terrible terrible
1: terrible division
3: and they didn't. They fucking lost the Eagles. It was like seven to nine and seven to nine or something. Yeah, it's fucking terrible.
1: Yeah, but again, I'm looking, dude. If you look at his numbers, mm-hmm. they're so heavy against bad teams. Like he really loaded up against the Redskins, the Giants, the Dolphins.
3: Those are teams in his division.
1: Good. Dolphins weren't that bad.
3: They were when he put a fifty
1: on them or whatever. It was. Okay. They won thirty-one to six. All right,
3: so, but here's a problem. Once you get into quarterbacks, um, who do you get that's better than Dak if you're Dallas Cowboys? If you're, if you might as well trade him right now, trade him for the number five pick or whatever. Or trade him to the Bengals or trade him to the Dolphins or whatever. Um, who do you get? Just go all in with Tua.
2: I mean, I you know. A- what? why I can't believe anybody's drafting a guy who's like But you don't want to get hey, into a Kirk Cousins situation to healthy like you didn't like you didn't flood the bathroom because he says it like he didn't play football last year. Yeah.
1: Well, well whoever well, well, to did, being any hurt, of the quarterbacks. Yeah I heard at the end. But no, by the way, I'm not anti Dak. In fact I would put if you if you look at the NFC East, I'd put Dak and Carson Wentz basically in the same category. Agreed? Yeah. Right? Like
3: I think they're the same kind of athlete. I they're, agree. They're both big and strong, can run and are athletic. I mean, they're pretty much the
1: same guy. Like like if, gun to your head. Who do you take? Carson Wentz. I'm taking Wentz? a
2: healthy Carson Wentz. Obviously, that's the factor for me. I think Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Dak if he is healthy. And I don't really think it's that close. I think that Really? I think that Wentz Wentz's ability just like in terms of being like an accurate playmaking passer is better. I think he throws guys open as opposed to Dak who has to exist. And like, yeah, I think, I I mean, I hate it because he's the Eagles quarterback, but like Wentz is big. The knock on Wentz for me is like, buddy, you, you it's the same as sort of the Romo thing is like, okay, if this is how you can succeed, then I guess you got to play that way. But if this is, but if you can't stay healthy doing it, then you can't
3: play that way. I, I actually think, gun to my head, I take Dak. Um, there's just so many times, and I maybe this was because Carson was hurt last year, but there's so many times I was watching Eagles games and I was like, I think Carson went sucks. Like there's bad overthrows, bad misses, like just miss layups everywhere. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he had a great eleven games before he got hurt. So to me he's had got, 11 here, here's games a, of elite Here's level the thing as
2: playing. a Giants as a Giants fan, I'm not I'm like neither here nor there about yeah. either of them. I'm just like, okay, I'm not like, oh god, I've got to deal with these guys forever. I mean, right. I was a little bit on Wentz early, but like I'm sorry and I know that the every team in the NFC East has beat up on the Giants lately, but like if the Cowboys go all in and give Dak a ton of money as a Giants fan, I'm like, great. Well, didn't Wentz, cool. play all him the ten years. didn't
1: Wentz play all the games last year?
2: Yeah, but he also has two season-ending injuries so far in his
1: career. Do you have
3: Wentz's stats right now? Yeah. From last
1: year? What are they? 4,000 have... yards. Okay. 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions.
3: Yeah, those numbers all sound, like, really good.
1: 63.9 completion percentage.
3: That's kind of lowish. for this day and age.
1: yeah. But... Obviously, he got injured in the playoffs. The injury bug gets him, right? I, I just and, remember watching him. Just and through the, the injury, season,
2: just and I mean, they dealt with a lot of injuries. Like you've got to, you've uh, got to make the guys around you better
3: as well. But like Dak had weapons. Dak did have weapons, and Philly had a tough time running the ball. That dude from USC had a hard time catching the ball. Good. Make these guys the quarter. Make give them both forty year deals. Yeah. Good. But at a good. certain point, you know, like whatever Dak is, they asked him for thirty million a year or something. Yeah. Whatever that is, at a certain point No, he turned down 30 million. He society. did. So yeah. he wants 35, he wants 40? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's a lot.
1: I you know, I agree with Jerry Jones on this. I yeah. mean, at a certain
2: point But also Jerry Jones is doing the Bill O'Brien thing where he's like playing one way and not wanting to pay Dak. I mean, like, look, it doesn't work. Look around the league. All these guys will get the big money. Blah, blah. But that, meanwhile, he's like Ezekiel Elliott, they say not to pay running backs. You want to set a record? And then, you know, like, he's paying everybody else. So I I understand Dak being like, what the fuck? But at the same time, uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: Look, I'd rather, obviously, I think I'd rather have Wentz and Dak over somebody like a Jared Goff. But you have to look at that that Goff contract, which is $30, $35 million, and say, these teams can't keep paying these guys. They're just... It's basically it hemorrhages the team for years. there's
2: there's this argument going on you know, with Christian McCaffrey getting paid and we talked about it and we kind of agreed that you had to pay him from uh, like almost a business standpoint, more than a football standpoint either. I guess that if that's your only business, whatever. but um, there's this argument that none of these running backs should get paid. Like Jeff Schwartz is on Twitter being like, everyone everyone's a bad deal to which I would almost say at this point isn't every quarterback deal a bad deal too then? Which one has worked out? Everybody jumps the last guy. Right. And then the only time everybody it becomes
3: a good deal is like 4 years into it where you're like, "Wow, we're only paying Jimmy G 27 million a year.
2: That's a that's a bargain." Russell Wilson is going to get $53 million from the Seahawks next year.
1: Right. What, are you sure about that?
2: Yeah, that's like the the cat remember. He's going to be far and away with the bonus and with the salary. He's going to make $53 million. Now, we can all... Russ is great. Russ is overrated. Russ is the MVP. Russ is the greatest quarterback since Joe Montana. doesn't matter. Where are
1: you seeing that, Joe? Just
2: just put highest paid NFL players 2020. Uh, You can argue that he could walk on water. They also had the number one defense in football till they paid him. Then you have to go. Is Mahomes the only guy that's worth paying? Or are you going, he's gonna everybody's make thir- worth Joe, paying? going to make $35 million Plus next a year. bonus. Just put highest paid players and click on a link. He's going to get, he just re upped. He's going to be the highest
1: paid number in football next year. I don't know, but everything I'm seeing is, is $35 million for next year. And then Ben Roethlisberger is getting thirty-four million next year. But so that's the salary I'm
2: talking about in terms of what the whole cap number is with the bonus money. And the point is, who is a good contract so far for quarterbacks? Even and well, I know you gotta you gotta win. You gotta have all these guys to
1: win games. Well, look, but which one has worked out? I don't know what all this means. All I know is I'm looking at 2020 quarterback salaries. And then there's there's salary cap value and cash spent. Jared Goff is actually number one.
2: Okay, where's Jimmy G? So on now tell me the top salaries. guys. Four. So tell me the go- top four. guys who have worked out on that list.
1: Well, I, I'll just go through the list. This is the list as far as 2020. Number one is Jared Goff. So that made them worse. Number two is Dak Prescott, with the one year deal. With the
2: with the fa- with the franchise, franchise tag. tag.
1: Right. Number three is Russell Wilson. That made them worse. Number whether four, you like it or not. Number four is Jimmy G. Made him better. Made him better, but we'll see. Right. Number five is Phillip Rivers for the Colts. Right. A o- one year or two year deal. Stinkfest. Oh, t- two year deal. Twenty five million. Yeah. Six is Tom Brady. Big Ben is seven. Drew Brees is eight. Tannehill's nine. Aaron Rodgers is ten. Damn. But, but even, Aaron
3: Rodgers signed his deal like five years ago or something. He's probably coming up on, you know.
1: But but this is what I don't understand. That's salary cap value, and then there's cash. The bottom line is the guys
3: who have signed
2: big deals recently for the is is Goff is Russ, Jimmy G was like four years when getting traded off of a mm-hmm. thing. Kirk Cousins,
3: right? Right, got the big deal. Like, wait, how many years are they into Kirk Cousins? Two or three? Two. Two years in. This is his third year coming up. Right? Because
2: right. the year before that, they were playing with Keenum for nothing and got to the NFC Championship
3: game. So last year was Kirk's first season with the second. Second. So he's had three guar- he got three years guaranteed with them. So this is his last year. So he's paying for another contract. Okay,
1: I pulled it up. Here, here, here you're right. Okay. Yeah, here, here's the list. Again, there's so many different damn things. This is, uh, so Russ is number one at 53. Then Carson Wentz.
2: That's what I said. Russ is number one at 53.
1: At 39.4. This 4. is
3: 53 million against the cap? Or? This is 53. but just, uh, that He'll make...
2: His salary a, bonus. That they'll give them him next year. Okay. then He's going to make that. That's what his bank account's yeah. going to say he gets.
1: Carson Wentz will get 39.4 at number two. Jared Goff, number three at 31 million. Oh. Then both Kirk Cousins and Tom Brady will get 30 million. Yeah. And then number five is actually Frank Clark. He will see twenty-seven million. Wow.
3: Where's Jimmy G? Top ten. Uh, I bet you he's lower. Yeah, he's lower because
2: his deal. They the, always team friendly deals. Sign deals well, the systems.
3: deals get you get your bonuses
2: early, and yeah. then you get, and then so later on, if they want, they cut you. That's why you're, they're taking their guaranteed money. Okay, right.
1: let me ask you this. Then we're talking Jimmy G. Okay. Because we discussed this.
2: Yeah. you ne- I already know what Lads is going to say, but go for it. What
1: the discussion we had. You have Tom Brady last year.
3: Yeah. Do you win the Super Bowl? Do we win the Super Bowl or are we we in the Super Bowl? I guess like You're Tom, almost basically Tom Brady could have handed off the ball.
1: You yeah. almost won the Super Bowl. Yeah, we did. Um, You're winning through three quarters. You're debating this. Yeah, wow. yeah. We
2: probably win the Super Bowl with right? Tom
1: Brady. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah.
2: I mean. By the way, that was also the page I was on, but I also want Jimmy G going forward. Yeah, but I I wanted Jimmy G. But I again, I was I think the move that was missed was the Brady to the Niners when they wanted him, and Belichick wanted to give him to him.
1: But let me ask you this: Uh,
3: No, Brady didn't. Belichick didn't want Brady. I right. mean, didn't want to give Brady away. That he asked that, him about him. That's that's Lynch here, asked about that. That allegedly, allegedly, yeah. also
2: allegedly, that was him wanting to give him away, and Kraft stepped in, and that's where we get the uh, whole okay. pre Super Bowl article about how the this has been a cesspool of a situation ever since he now, wanted to stick with Garoppolo and move Brady.
3: Honestly, if that had happened, if they had traded for Brady, for some reason. I actually feel it would have been a total disaster. It just would have been like Namath to the Rams. Like, we would have been quite ready for Brady, and Brady would have, you know, got hit and <laughs> fucking got he hurt. He couldn't have done the one year. yeah. But also, Garoppolo got hurt. Garoppolo got hurt, too. Yeah, but I just, it just, it just would have seemed like it was like too good to be true. Tom Brady coming home, leading the Niners to the Super Bowl. I just don't think it would have happened. Just okay. Cause it's, this... it's just kind of too good Look, to be Tom true. Tom Brady situation.
2: was. Not Tom Brady of old last year, for sure. No. But with everything he did, he didn't put up terrible numbers last year. But the year put up before, of he was very but I'm good. Saying, I think everything about the not paying the quarterback thing is like, like just look at Bill Belichick. Look at the team that wins the most. Yeah, he's he's out on paying the quarterback right. $30 dollars for right. next year.
1: Okay, this year's team. Mm. Who would you rather have? Just this year's team. You have a choice. I'd, r- I'd rather have Jimmy. You'd rather have Jimmy than Tom Brady.
2: Yeah, this year, yeah. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. You guys yeah. are nut you guys are nuts. Cuz he's one more year into the system that they just went to the Super Bowl.
3: This is his first year in the system. His first full season you'd and they rather, went to the Super
1: Bowl. You'd rather have Jimmy G than a guy who's made 9 Super Bowls, but it's but it's trending the wrong way, man. Yeah, Buy dude, low, sell it's high. 43, man. Again, we're just we're just saying one yeah. year. Jimmy G no, no, outplayed
3: no. Tom Brady last year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like honestly I thought they would have they should have let Jimmy play, you know, Jimmy throw it even more last year. I thought they were ultra conservative. Especially in the playoff game when they're just fucking dominating the Vikings and the Packers. But whatever. Yeah. No, I liked I like the trajectory Jimmy G's on. For sure.
1: No way would I take Jimmy G over Brady this year. Straight just because
3: year. you're upset at your LA girlfriend finding out like how ugly she is in real life. Don't like – that's not me. I'm okay with Jimmy G. I know you're upset about Jared Goff. No, I know you want Tom Brady instead of Jared Goff.
1: Oh, I wanted him for the Chargers. That's why I got those <laughs> damn season tickets. I was trying to hedge my I thought, bets. I thought they – But I Tom Brady to the Chargers
2: too. works in exactly what you want it to. People will buy the tickets. I yeah. still don't think – look, I think Tom Brady is going to make the Bucks better because Jameis Winston is trash. But I am on the I, – I have all my chips on Belichick – More post Brady success than Brady post Belichick success. Okay,
1: so then I have to bring it up Mm -hmm. because I am actually very, very interested at this point. You have Jameis and you have Cam. I can't remember this late. Holy shit, Cam's still a free agent. But that's my point. Like, why? Who's signing these guys at this point?
3: Well, it'll depend what happens in the draft. Yeah. I bet you Cam, oh, I guess, wait, Cam is cut. He's completely free agent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe they'd get traded during the draft, but no, I can't. Uh, it depends. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think Cam- I think there still will be movement after the draft, depending on— I, I think the draft is a wild card still, especially ki- given that there was no other workouts and none of the interviews and whatever. I think it could be wild. Like, I don't even necessarily— I'm not even all in on Burrow 1 anymore. And that's just— I don't even follow, like, draft guys, but I follow enough of them where everybody's like, ah, shit's getting weird.
3: People really like this guy. And you're like, okay. I think that happens every year when there's a, like a consensus number one for so long. And then people just get tired of like putting him number one. I think drafted. Cincinnati it will eventually pick Burrow
2: if they've changed their mind on it or not because they are scared not to.
3: There's no way Cincinnati is picking a Tongan number one quarterback. They're just not doing it. Yeah. Joe Burrow makes sense in Cincinnati. Yeah. To but Tungo Viloa does but not.
0: Why
2: would you ever take Chase
3: Young went to Ohio State
2: and you win with defense and are, you yeah. are they gonna be ready to pay uh Burrow three years from now when he demands forty five million dollars. It.
3: He's gonna be seventy million dollars by the time he's up. Right.
2: But they'll also give him a rookie contract and then he'll be like, I won. He's like, I threw five thousand yards <laughs> and missed the playoffs. <laughs> I'm Dak Prescott. I demand fifty one million. They're like, Where
3: I want
1: all this. the chili on spaghetti. Yeah. Mm, getting me all hungry over there. <laughs> Talking about that. Now,
3: shit. as of, like, do you keep track of your former flame? I mean, former lifetime girlfriend, of the Cincinnati Bengals? Do I you mean, have the any? great
2: thing is going to be if the Bengals draft Burrow yeah. to replace Dalton. Dalton. And Dalton and comes meet, to the Chargers. And, and Burrow goes to, Burrow <laughs> takes the Bengals past the, f- the falling off their peak, one-year window Rams, <laughs> Andy's Tyrod Taylor Chargers, Russell Wilson's Seahawks getting $53 million, like two years from now when the Bengals are better than all three of Andy's NFC West teams that he roots for.
1: Dude, I, You know, you know, the Bengals, again, they haven't been terrible the last 20 years at all, but they also haven't won a playoff game, and I stand by it. They won't win a playoff game as long as the Brown family owns the team and i will not support them as long as the brown family owns the team
3: i can get behind that when they it's sell- just it's just leaving them for the la rams i was disappointed in
2: actually i was a, i was i supported that move cuz the team came to town and andy That's was true. already spinning we yeah. used to have Back in the old dirty sports days when the couch was over there and it was green, Andy would do hour and a half episodes just about andy dalton i'd put the I'd put the microphone down i'd go for a walk <laughs> that was before we were monetized on YouTube. Yeah. Andy dropped his fair share of fudges back in the day when he was talking about Andy Dalton being a fudge and choker
3: okay, like, but when Andy Dalton
1: comes to the chargers post draft <laughs> it'll be my luck. <laughs> Yes, and it'll it'll be hilarious. <laughs> yes, I mean I will. I don't. Do you guys have a game? Because that was my game. Actually, it was the Bengals Chargers playoffs twenty fourteen that I was home for. Like, do you have a game where you're sitting in the stands, and you're you're you just like disbelief? I just couldn't believe they were they were favorites. They'd won the division again. 35 degree January rainy it's everything the Chargers don't want the Southern California team the Bengals are up seven to three and a half the Chargers can do nothing offensively and that was the last game I went to And that's when we basically we decided
2: you decided in that moment you're like whichever team wins
1: this no, game this I will eventually be root for. No, <laughs> no but we decided like me and my brother I was at the game of my brother and his wife and some friends we decided we can just no longer support this franchise <laughs> There's that play. I'm going to have to pull up. There's that play where Andy Dalton is diving for a first down. Yeah. No one's around him. He's diving. And he just dives and fumbles it. And the Chargers pick it. It's, it's like four turnovers. That was it. I said, I just can't. I can't do this anymore. What was the story about,
3: I don't know if this was on, um, what's the HBO show, Hard Knocks, when the, when the Bengals were on it. They were down a tight end, like Tyler Eifert got hurt or somebody. And they go to the owner and be like, Hey, we need a tight end and he's like, Well, take that defensive end and make yeah. him a tight end. We're it, not paying. Is that is that real? That's a hundred percent accurate. <sighs> that's tough, man. That's tough. When the, your owner's like that, you have no chance.
1: Do you do you remember do you remember what Andrew Hawkins do you remember him saying this on the Now We're Talking set? Do you remember what he said to me? No. So Andrew Hawkins said because he played for the Bengals and his brother Artrell also played for the Bengals, he said. He also this, played for the Browns, didn't he? He did. Poor bastard. Yeah. This is how. This is what Andrew said. And the Patriots. Yeah. Okay. This is. This but is. That's no fun. You're yeah. in the no fun zone there. Yeah. too. So he said this that is fun. how cheap the Cincinnati Bengals owner Mike Brown was. This is like 2014, 2015. He said this guy is so cheap. Also about his own personal life, because mm. this is the family business. You know, it's football. Yeah. It's like the Raiders. They don't
3: have. That should be. That should be banned in the NFL at this point. Yeah. Like the same with the Chargers. Like exactly. If if you're a family business. Sorry, you're not allowed because your
1: team. You
3: you don't have. It's all about bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have enough money to do. He said. the. I mean, there's also the Steelers and the Giants who have been doing it for. Well, if you have enough money, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But if you don't,
1: it's not. He said the Bengals owner This is like 2015 had a cassette player in his car. <laughs> like, like, Andrew was like, this is the type of cheapness we're dealing with. Do you think... Is, is that's Mike, that, it's that, Mike that, Brown, right? That's also a little
2: bit of get off my lawn. Uh, the yeah. CDs are always skipping. Yeah, I don't, That's uh, more of like yeah, old white also man Midwest I, kind of thing. You also told me I should get into laser discs. Yeah. How'd that turn out? I don't need to get... Great, I need a laser disc player in my car now. They're like, no, you just need your phone. And he's like, yeah, I don't know.
1: Does... Mike Brown hate his father, Paul Brown. No, because the Bengals are the only state are the only stadium, I think at this point, that does not have a corporate sponsor. It's still Paul Brown Stadium. He like he's so cheap, but that's the one thing he won't give up. Right, mm-hmm. his naming rights. Right, it's, it's Paul Brown Stadium, which is so dumb. I
2: yeah. mean, there's like there's Soldier Field, right? Like there's, but I don't know who how it's like in terms of. Ownership or whatever, but the but the Browns Stadium, th- naming it after themselves is ridiculous, and just just like serve that up for forty million a year or whatever it is,
3: right? Yeah. Why isn't it like maybe no one hot wants chili on spaghetti? Maybe no maybe no one, as long as long as no one wants Brown to be the corporate stadium. sponsor
2: of the Bengals. <laughs> yeah,
3: <maybe laughs> that. you come to
2: do. come to Skyline, <laughs> like Skyli- Andy Dalton. <laughs> Why himself, isn't it r- It's red dude. and it's a fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> You want a meal that looks like it would turn the ball over four times in a playoff game? Come get chili on spaghetti. <laughs> I,
1: I just, I can't avoid that stadium. That's where the, by the way, that's where the marathon started last year. The marathon I ran in Cincinnati. it starts at Paul Brown stadium and I'm, you know, I'm about to do 26 miles and I'm stuck in the stadium and they're trying to attempt to show Bengals legends. And you're like, I can't avoid this place. So
2: just, they got Andy Dalton changing light bulbs. Like he actually is <laughs> Baker Mayfield in that commercial. <laughs>
3: Think everybody on the Browns has
1: two jobs like quarterback <laughs> and maintenance guy. Yeah, oh, I totally forgot about that. By the way, that the owner was like, No, we're just gonna have to convert it <laughs> <Right>, to end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real thing. That's real, like, that's what you're dealing oh, with. That's terrible, man. Uh, should we talk about this NBA story real quick? Sure. What's Good for this kid. Story? Yeah, I agree. Uh, the top. Oh, yeah, come on. Yeah. This, this is this is from the Joe Prano school of dude. I
3: I am one hundred percent rooting for this kid. This is the first of its kind.
1: He's yeah. the, he's the top for him. high school player, Jalen Green. To not only did he decommit, like he was committed to go to uh, Michigan, I believe. Mm-hmm. He's going to do the. It's not even G League. It's. What they call it is the G League initiative program, where he's going to make 500 grand, where they develop him for a year. He plays on a team that plays G League teams. Right. And he's basically coached. But he plays on a
2: team that plays on a, a G League teams, but he's not. Like, those guys, they're they're usually a subsidiary of an NBA team. They're like a farm program, whereas he won't so be like in the Lakers G League team.
3: He's playing independent basketball. Yeah. Correct. Basically. So after that year— It's an unaffiliated G so, League team, Right. So after the, he's unaffiliated, he's yes. going to play against G League guys. A fucking pimp is what he is. I should have ordered, ordered this
2: guy a cane to go <laughs> with mine because we're about to be pimping. Me Dude, uh, Jalen I
3: can't—whatever I whatever jersey he, he wears for his M- NBA G League initiative pathway, That's I'm going to get that jersey. So he's, yeah. he's
1: the first guy to do this. Good. He, that's why awesome. it's important. He's the first guy to say— Nah, I'm cool. He's the first guy to say very
2: clearly, fuck the NCAA. Yeah. And good for him. I mean, Brandon Jennings did the thing, go to Europe for a year. That was, you know, this is where the NBA got in bed with, like, college a while ago. You know, saying you had to do, like, like, the idea that you can't go out of high school is so dumb. That only helped the NCAA, but then... The NBA smartly goes. Now we're going to give you a way to do it that isn't go to Europe and play. Yeah. Right.
1: By, the, by the way, I stand corrected. He did not commit to Michigan. Maybe that was somebody else who decommitted. But he obviously could have gone anywhere he wanted. And uh, and he's
3: the number one high school player in his class. He's the number one.
1: Wow. So this is my guy, Jalen Green. Be, he's going to be picked second
2: after Lamelo Ball coming back from yeah. Australia. Wait,
3: Lame- wait. But he's not going to be in the NBA draft this year, right? No.
1: Angelo, right? This would be 2021.
3: Oh, 2021. So
1: because basically LaMelo's
3: coming out this year.
1: Yeah, so basically what the NBA did, I read the article, Australia pays these guys. And at first this G League initiative is what they, they're calling it, I think. They were going to pay guys 125 grand a year and they realized they're all just going to keep going to Australia cuz right. they make way more. Right. So they said we got to pay these guys about half a mil. If we want to keep them in the NBA, good for the
2: NBA. Yeah, good, smart, smart. It's definitely way better than having to make a guy make a decision to go overseas or go to college when both of them are like, like again, basically not saying it outright, but saying you you should go play college basketball is reckless, wrong, unconstitutional. Like I'm, the idea that. Go pretend to go to school for somewhere for a year. Yeah. And help the NCAA be, you know, athletic slavery or whatever. Like help dumb. Mike
3: Shishevsky.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. He likes I love not playing paying guys. I love winning championships, not paying guys. <laughs>
1: I love it. Now the last dance, the much anticipated, much hyped. ESPN. I think believe it's a ten part.
2: I didn't realize. So I thought this was two different things. But so the ten part. They kept saying ten part Michael Jordan documentary. But it's really is this the the final season of the Bulls? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's specifically about that championship run and that team. Now, Obviously, Michael Jordan is the biggest character on the team. But they kept selling it as it was like a <sighs> Michael Jordan personal documentary. Well, there's
1: a lot of stuff leaking. Yeah. That Jordan is worried. You're going to love this. Oh, I I can't wait. I can't wait to see Jordan punch people. So you're like Jordan is now worried that everybody's going to find out who he is. Yeah, he's a dick. (laughs) Yeah, right.
2: I know a lot. Look, there's a lot of 40 something guys. 48 to 52-year-old guys that wear wraparound sunglasses, only wear Hanes briefs,
0: only drink Gatorade when they mow the lawn, only ballpark only, go to, dogs. only
2: go to McDonald's for their post-mowing the lawn thing, and they ask if they can pour Gatorade into the McDonald's cup, <laughs> uh, who are going to be real upset to find out he's a real gigantic piece of shit, but... You know, these are the guys that didn't read the Jordan rules in the 90s. It's like, it's not... This is, again, this is the Bill Cosby, Louis C.K. Like, there's plenty of information out there that Michael Jordan is a real asshole.
1: But let me pose this. There's information out there that he's he's a dick. It's been out there, like you said, that people actually read something or looked into it. But the same probably was said about somebody like Kobe. Do you think that some guys... Do you think the end justifies the means, I should say? If you're going to be a dick to your teammates, you're going to be an asshole, but you also are pushing them to new limits. The argument could be made, hey, Jordan was an asshole. They got six titles. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. That was great, but, but Jordan also
3: made up a story about a guy who beat him out in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then brought that guy to his uh, Hall of Fame announcement and continued to ridicule this guy. Like, what the fucking fuck is that? I, I, that, I, that was so unnecessary.
2: I'm, like, I'm, ba- I'm basically categorized as a Michael Jordan hater these days by the majority of people who know me, but I, I stand by that I am just a Michael Jordan truther. And the truth about Michael Jordan, and look, there's a lot of people— you were one of them who didn't like, you know, the early days of the Kobe Bryant true thing. Rest in peace. But, like, I, I'm telling you, what I see from what I watch when I watch basketball games, sometimes with the music on. <laughs> Michael Jordan was the greatest basketball player to ever live. Was, being the key word. And he dominated the NBA. And he was a freak athlete that was, like, on a level better Than 99.9% of the guys that were playing in the NBA at the time. Does that mean just because he won six titles that he maximized their winning? Like, is it possible that the Bulls could have won more than six titles? Is it possible that... Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan could have had a better relationship and therefore, like, we did this with Kobe Bryant. We know the Lakers probably could have had more titles if the Shaq-Kobe thing had been a better relationship. Phil Jackson's on the record of saying that. Like, just because Michael Jordan had a 10-year stretch where he was far and away the best player in basketball and had a great coach and had a world-class teammate who was arguably the best wing defender— crazy in transition, and he won six times? Hard to argue with six, but Bill Russell won 11 in 13 years. LeBron James went to eight straight finals with trash teams at certain times. I'm saying Michael Jordan was the greatest basketball player of all time. I also think he left championships on the table because he's kind of a dick. But that's an interesting take to me. Well, there are people who believe that Michael Jordan for guys sure think- left – Uh, Titles on the table When he left basketball
1: Right So Okay fair enough
3: You guys think Phil Jackson's The greatest coach Of all time
2: I'm a Popovich guy But Phil Jackson You can't Again you can't argue With the The results Yeah Yeah But I think What Phil Jackson Taught us Especially about That era Of basketball That he was successful In with the Bulls And with the Lakers Is sometimes You get a generational Player And your only job it's like, give them, you know, book reports and shit, and like, keep them not being
3: super dicks to each other. He got three generational players. He got maybe four. He got four. He got four generational he two players. Two pairs of two. That was and what he got. He got he, Batman and Robin twice. Twice. And I went, I, you know, like, Shaq and Kobe kind of led the way for the splitting of the Lakers. But the splitting of the Bulls was more of a management thing. Like they could have gone on a couple more years. Now would they have won it? No, but they've certain. I mean, not not necessarily, but they could have been. They could have been. You you people forget also the last for, dance that we're gonna fu- that right. obviously we're gonna
2: hear if you read about it is Phil was leaving.
3: Yeah, Phil and, decided. It, Phil claimed it the last dance.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, does Jordan – stick? and then Jordan was just basically like – it was a Belichick-Brady thing. He's yeah. like, well, why am I going to stick around and do this without Phil? I, I've, I've already retired once because I felt like I proved everything. So going 3 Pete and 3 Pete, I think we've proved everything. But he also didn't just want to go, fuck it, make me player coach. I'll win it by myself. Like, no. Yeah, that is a good
1: point. I, I did forget that until you brought that up, that, yeah. that Phil was leaving – and Jordan didn't want to do it without Phil.
3: Right. Didn't
2: want to. Didn't think he could. Who knows? Michael Jordan's definitely not going to say on the last dance that he didn't think he could. <laughs> He's definitely going to play yeah. it like, oh, we just, you know, it's me, it was Phil, we did this, we're walking away together. The one thing that I... I Scotty was like, I'll I'll do it with I'll play.
3: fucking whoever you guys hire. Yeah. I'll try to... I mean, Judd Bushler is ready to go. I would have liked to see. I know it's not going to be in Last Dance, but like the Bill Cart-
1: Cartwright years. Um, That's
2: in the well, right? Yeah, won't be in Last Dance. It won't be in the Last, dance but, be in
1: the last the, dance. but like, so who's the Bulls starting five? You have Jordan, the Pippen, Last Dance. Jordan Pippen is Ron Harper their point guard.
3: Yeah. it's yes. Ron Harper and Jordan Pippen, Longley and Kukoc or Rodman. Is Rod- Rodman. Rod- Rodman's and
1: definitely Kukoc starting. Is Kukoc yeah. coming off the bench? Yeah, yeah. six man.
2: Yeah, so you're doing you're doing Harper. Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, Center. They uh, they were always they were always just Center. Like we're just gonna put a guy there. Just we a guy. we just have a rotating cast of white clowns that will foul you to death.
3: But the the, the I was gonna go
2: into Bill Cartwright because Bill Cartwright, Luke Longley, uh, Will Purdue, Will, will Purdue, Bill Cartwright I mean, was they, a they G. Were, he, yeah, but Bill Cartwright was a G. But Bill Cartwright was on his tail end as
3: well. Right. With that but he still scared
2: out. the fuck out of Michael
3: Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan used to like call medical Bill and like used to fucking fire passes at him that he knew he couldn't catch. And he was like, "If you throw it to Bill, you're never gonna get the ball from me." But they were, you know, the the Belichick joke of like
2: sees a white wide receiver with, like binoculars. Yeah. That was Phil Jackson with a guy that's somewhere between six ten, seven feet tall. Doesn't, right. and doesn't want to do anything. Ran awkwardly. Yeah, he and goes. Like I love goes, it. If Carl Malone beats his guy, just foul the shit out of him. Yeah. If Carl Malone gets by Rodman, foul him. Right. We got another guy that looks just like you, but doesn't have an Australian yeah. accent, ready to come off the bench. Let's go.
3: But apparently, Bill Cartwright was like, "Hey, you talk shit about me like that again, you'll never play basketball again." And he fucking Michael Jordan stepped the fuck back. Really? That's yeah, the story. That's the story. Yeah, because like all the players called him like teach. Who's like totally respected, Bill Cartwright. The only guy who didn't respect him was Michael Jordan, who's a- and pretty much respected. No,
2: that's I zero, mean, I think yeah. that's what is going to come out is yeah. You know, everybody talks about the killer instinct, and everybody talks about that, and like you know, people love to shit on LeBron being like, oh, he's a and and to me, it's like it's almost that same thing we talked about with college coaches, like the Bobby Knight, the Harbaugh. LeBron's also like, hey man, uh, you know, I I I I've had the internet. <laughs> I watch The Sopranos. Like this ain't the only way you can do it. Yeah, you can also just be friends with all the guys you play with <laughs> and like want them to succeed and like share the ball and uh, you know it'll all be fine. It doesn't have to be some weird ego thing where it's like, Coach, we're gonna need you to tell us who whose team this who's, is. Who's who's the top dog? <laughs> like Michael Jordan and you know Kobe Bryant are like sitting in the Top Gun. You know, classroom be like probably
1: thinking who's the best. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. We all we all know how it's going to play out on social media. Look, at
2: this point, I think it's it's everybody's set in their ways. Michael Jordan. They could show Michael. They could show actual footage of Michael Jordan murdering a guy. Sam Tripoli still like still the (laughs) goat. Great guy. Loved him. Like there's never going to be if you're a Jordan Stan, you're a Jordan Stan. And, you know, the, the reason I think that that's obvious is, like, you go back three, four years, people were already doing the LeBron Jordan thing. Think about how much LeBron's accomplished in the last four years, and people are just like, not enough, no, nope. not clutch, doesn't hit shots, can free throws. I'm like, all right, he's putting up 40, 12, and 12 in pretty much every finals game he plays at this point. I think, he, I think he's proven himself. But, look. I think I think people are gonna be like, that's just what it takes to win. You gotta also, punch Steve
3: Kerr in the face. That's why he makes that shot. Yeah. It's also like the image of the shot, the this, you know, yeah. fist pump, you know, and like LeBron's, you know, probably defining moment was the chase down block, you know, and he doesn't really have that like one, like game winner buzzer beater. You you say like that Ray but he, Allen. he does. I know he does. He does I know now. he does. But,
2: but the iconic moment I think but, that's a testament again to LeBron, the biggest moment in his whole career, yeah, is the game-saving chase-down block. Yeah. Then he comes down, they get on him. Yeah, like again, Kyrie hit the shot to win that game, it's, but that's a tie basketball game.
1: It's it's really fascinating Th- these discussions, but his
2: running one-hander two years ago against the Celtics, like.
1: Do you remember? Do you remember a couple years ago when we had Brian Scalabrini on? Yeah, and I don't know if this was on or off air. Pre,
2: it was pre-show. It's pre-show where he basically like wouldn't even hear my thing, and then we're seven minutes in before the show even starts, and I've already got him. But but we got know, him.
1: You know, you said this was pre-show. I guess this wasn't on air. You said something interesting because obviously Scalabrini played, you know, with LeBron in that era. And he was such a Jordan guy, Scalabrine was. But then you basically got him when you said, and you do, you've done this to people before, and I think it's a good scenario to present. You said, okay, man, you're starting a team at the Venice Beach Basketball Courts. Who are you taking? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Scal said... Oh, yeah, he said, I'm taking LeBron. He said, LeBron? Yeah. So you basically responded to him saying, okay. So if you could pick anybody in the history... You're taking LeBron but now you're still saying Jordan is better like it's very contradictory.
2: Yeah. You, again, it's it's a legacy versus like a one guy thing. Like it, these are all team sports. We're not talking about, you know, Nadal Federer. It's like who beat who more. Like there are a lot of factors. I know everybody wants to boil it down to one guy, but it's just not that simple and it's never been that simple across the board. Although if you were going to boil it down to one guy, These are the two guys you would do it for, but there's so much more that goes like we're talking about like Phil Jackson went and did it with the Lakers. Okay. How's David Blatt doing at coaching teams to NBA championships? How's Ty Lue doing? Ty, Ty Lue then went, and they were like, Ty Lue's available? Let's get him for the Warriors, and we'll win three more. Like, where the, where's the guy that, LeBron, that left LeBron and went on and did something? How's Kyrie doing post-LeBron? How's Kevin Love doing post-LeBron? Scottie Pippen's getting
3: MVP votes. Phil Jackson's getting five more titles. Yeah, but those, like... He ran the same offense and had two more generational sure. players. I mean, sure. Phil Jackson. I feel like Phil Jackson's a lazy fucking coach. But again, I I, don't, I, I, do I mean, not I, feel like again, I
2: think I think Phil Jackson's, and this is why I'm taking Pop. I think X's and O's, you go Pop, but in the in the end. Phil Jackson's a gun for hire. Do you have a problematic star? Yeah. Do you have. Phil Jackson will give you you the best athlete in the world, but he he has mental issues? (laughs) Get Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson took acid in the
1: 60s.
2: (laughs) Phil Jackson loves a Grateful Dead. Yeah.
1: I think, Phil, to get these guys to play together, especially these Bulls teams and these just huge personalities, and. There's only one huge personality on the Bulls, but there's not. No, I mean, it's really Certainly Jordan. Rodman, I mean, Rodman, yeah,
3: end. later in life. But, like, Pippen wasn't a huge personality. Kukoc wasn't a huge personality.
1: But but, you're, but, but, but let's play it out. You have—Rodman was a huge personality. and, and that third, I almost
2: think, like, you think about Popovich. I don't even think Popovich— Rodman later in his career was. But, like, with the Pistons, he wasn't. I don't think Popovich is even dealing with, like, uh, Coach, I'm going to be late. I've got to go play Larry Bird and Horse for a Big Mac on a $30 million <laughs> like commercial set tomorrow. Greg Popovich is going to be like, I, 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 I don't even know what to do right now. Like, no, Phil he doesn't ja- allow people to do was Phil Jackson was Michael Jordan's ego manager and Kobe Bryant's ego manager, mm-hmm. and that was his role. And Shaq's ego manager, but that I was th- his role. I,
1: I think we're going to see more of that in this. I, I don't know. I have a lot of respect for Phil Jackson. Yeah, me too. And to get these guys to play as a cohesive unit together. I mean, let me put it this way. And obviously, I was I was young, and I was naive. Mm-hmm. But I remember as a kid, watching those Bulls teams, and I just never, I didn't live in a city that had an NBA team, so I was just, I was a bandwagon Bulls guy, like every other kid. Yeah. And I had all the Jordan gear, and the Jordan shirts. I and that. loved
3: Michael Jordan as a exactly. yeah. I Still was Still wearing Jordans. I'm wearing Jordans right now.
1: I was obsessed. But as a kid, from like ages 10 to 17, there was never a doubt in my mind that the Bulls would lose, and basically they didn't. That's why when they lost to the Magic, when Michael Jordan came out of retirement, which everybody
2: likes to claim is like Michael Jordan like ran into the Orlando uh, arena in a Birmingham Barons <laughs> you know, and, and played the games. So like, yeah. He wore forty five in baseball. That's why he came back and wore and he played in cleats. You're yeah. like, look, guys. The guy was there half a season. He well, scored he, 35 well, points a game in that well, Magic Series. Well, it wasn't
1: half a season. It was about a month. He had about a month of the season. And playoffs. And he, I think he came back in about March. But my point yeah. is this. That's why I was so shocked. But for Phil to get these guys to play together, yeah, X's and O's, it's definitely pop. But he
3: had a lot of uh, other things going for him, too. Like the fact that Kobe Bryant worshipped Michael Jordan. Right. And Kobe now had Michael Jordan's coach. You know so Kobe know, but, was going to listen to Mike to But Phil I'm
1: talking more of Phil with the Bulls. Yeah. I just again what he brought new ideas. Well again, the, the Jordan He did
3: get he did get Mike to share the give the yeah, ball up a little a, bit more. A little bit jo- more. The, again, the Jordan
2: the Jordan rules and all the stuff pre-Phil. I mean, th- that's a great thing about the internet. Now. You guys can Google just articles. You can go you can get you can get, you know, old publications writing about, you know, Doug Collins, and you can get, like, Michael Jordan coach killer stuff. The, you know, the thing with Phil Jackson is, is sort of the same as what I said with Jordan. If you have Jordan and Pippen in the 90s, and you have Shaq and Kobe, and yeah, you got 11. 11's a lot, but, like, should they have more or should they have less? Because here's what I'll say about Greg Popovich. I think Greg Popovich has more championships than he should because he's a great coach. And he had Tim Duncan, and that worked out really well because, like, those two guys got along. But, like, Phil Jackson got handed, again,
3: pairs. And well, Greg Popovich and is a cult leader, and right. he's a great coach for a cult leader. Yeah. Fantastic. But he's also a psycho.
1: But, I, but again, I also think I'm not going to say Phil missed. I mean, Phil won. Eleven. Eleven yeah. titles. But again,
2: Phil Singh was a personality manager. He also had Jordan walk away for two years. He had Kobe run Shaq out of town. Uh, now I, I blame the, both of those guys for those things more than I blame Phil. Yep. But also if this is your if this is your shtick, if you're right. the uh, if you're the if you're the, the superstar whisperer. T- if you're Tony Soprano's uh, you know, therapist, if you're Dr. Melfi, like Kobe made Shaq leave. If you're, if you're like, I feel like I could have done Phil Jackson's job for the Lakers. and am like, Kobe, what the fuck, man?
1: Well, well, come on, dude. <laughs> dude, the Kobe and Shaq beef happens after they've already won three titles. Kobe's young. I mean, it, like, th- th- I think we need to all remember too.
2: I think you got a bit like if you're pick, Phil Jackson, pick. make a Kobe. Twenty years from now, your entire legacy is going to be boiled down to a GIF of you counting to five. Don't you wish in that GIF you could count to six? Or use seven. your other hand, get you in there. <laughs>
1: But picture, just picture yourself at that. Like, imagine yourself at that age and you're so talented and you're making millions of dollars and you play in Los Angeles. I just, I don't think people like remember how dumb they were at that age. I wasn't, I was a moron at 25 and I didn't have money.
2: But I have like Shaquille O'Neal's personality since I was 17. (laughs) Seems like a great guy, seems really hard to not get along with. Well, I'm excited to watch it. Like here, give me the ball, McKee. Give me the ball, dunk on people. <laughs> I'm like, this guy seems great. Yeah, no, he just wants to dunk on
3: people. Yeah, I can help him. I can help yeah, him. Yeah, and Kobe's just mad at him because he didn't like to practice. Yeah, yeah, or get better. Yeah, it's like, dude, when you can dunk on everybody, what's the difference? Six foot four guys from you know. Pennsylvania, they got to work
2: on getting better. Yeah, yeah, aliens from planet seven, planet
3: Shaquille. Yeah,
2: I love
1: that. Last couldn't make it through the podcast without getting a cookie. Oh,
3: they're so good, though. Well, Tate's Bake Shop. Let's wrap yeah. it up then.
1: Goat, goat cookie. Last, goat cookie. Is there an argument here?
2: I, I don't think so. Like, I love this. This for me. This is a, this is a real win
3: for New York. Do you know, like, if you don't know about Tate's Bake Shop, yeah, you know, they're available at all Whole Foods and Trader Joe's and. Bob's, where I discovered was Bob's Supermarket on uh, on Seventeenth. I love that place. Yeah, I've never been to Bob's. Oh my god, it's great. Oh dude, that's where I go for all my shopping now. Ham ham, ham egg and cheese crowded.
1: biscuits under a heat lamp every day. Wait a second, is there is there a line at Bob's?
3: I've never seen a line. Although I haven't been to the grocery store this whole week. Okay, yeah,
1: well, they have
2: fresh made ham egg and cheese biscuits
1: I under actually, heat lamps. I but that's Bob's. where I stocked up originally. I gotta, go, I gotta go grocery shopping tonight. Let's wrap this thing up. Check is, out Bob's. This is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Check out Bob's. I
2: told you Laz would be here and he would just get us off track. Like, you know. And that's what we needed in these in these podcasts in the time are of you
1: corona. Chewing right into the
3: mic, you savage. Yeah, he's
2: trying yeah. to get people on that on that that's taste How dish.
3: crispy and light Tate's uh New Chuck York chip original, are. Southampton. Signature thin crispy cookies.
2: I, I, I hate to go full hipster on you, but I was telling Laz I used to eat these cookies back in the day when they're only available Man, out you're of so the ori- store are so months. original, dude. But it's like, you know, this is like a win for us. It's like how the Oakland A's have Mrs. Fields was just like a she was just like a clubby she slut, was a hot like, and slut. Like slut. <laughs> like if if you're an Oakland fan, you gotta you gotta own Mrs. Fields when you're in the airport, you know?
3: Now you got me thinking about Mrs. Fields and like she's up there in goat cookies. Mrs.
2: Fields is up there in goat people. Yeah.
3: She was like a hot A's
2: ball girl that was like making cookies She's for the Oakland A's team. Just into
3: baseball and making cookies and being hot.
2: And she was like, I'm going to turn this into a business. Yeah.
3: That also, um, Today the is that? M Street cookies, which I don't know if they're still around. Those were great. Right. But that's that's a big commitment. Yeah. You get you to know? go and
2: get served you on a plate.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. Well, let's wrap this up and eat some cookies. Uh, Dirt Balls, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Dirty Sports. Don't follow me on social media because... Uh, you shouldn't be on it. <laughs> Hot take. Uh, Hot.
2: Despite today's episode not being available on YouTube, we are available on YouTube. <laughs> Thanks. S- subscribe to our YouTube channel. If Andy pays his uh, internet bill and stops watching such s- graphic, <laughs> graphic and, and step family and porn, sick <laughs> amounts of step porn, uh, we'll get the shows back on YouTube. Follow us there. You can follow me on Instagram at Joe Prano, Twitter at Fix your life.
3: At Andy Lazarus at Venice Gaze on Instagram. Um, at Andy Lazarus on Twitter. Everybody. All right, guys. Last, you have baseball as like a
2: game. You you have you have an MLB thing. Mm-hmm. That should I feel like that should just be our uh, dirty slides at this point. I'll just come over and play. Just come over and we'll, play, we'll man. Record I just it. got
3: <laughs> NBA 2K20 too. And NBA Playground. Oh, do not Have you played b- NBA Playground yet. Do not bring. Me what is NBA, NBA Playground? 2K. Is that NBA, a separate game? It's the yeah. It's a separate. Is it like game. the NFL Blitz of yeah, yeah. It's like the new NBA Jam. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. I miss NFL
1: Blitz. All right, guys, that's the show. Stay safe, stay smart, and most importantly, stay
2: dirty.